0: Due to a little bit of technical difficulty, um, trying to record, then re-record over a recording with an introduction that, yeah. So anyway, um, we decided to redo it, uh, not the entire episode, but so much as remaster it. It is now remastered. Congratulations. So if you've downloaded it before, I apologize. If you haven't downloaded uh, the really uh, horrid rendition that we had earlier, hey, it's always been perfect and pay no mind. Anyway, on this episode of Mob Rules, we are going to talk about Ultramarines the movie. So It's a little bit high sodium, so watch out. We're going to get into some Age of Sigmar, and not, not a whole lot. More just the response. Anyway, you'll hear. And that's about it on episode 27 of Mob Rules. That's the part where we harmonize. Okay, I talk right. to a radio all day long. So. You've been doing radio all day long? Yes. Yeah? Practicing in your car? Yes. With your thumb? Hi. You get your radio Hi, voice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, oh, Ted. A, uh, a, welcome yeah. to Rules episode yeah. 27. Uh, you, of course, hear the dulcet tones of Ted talking about thumbing things.
0: Yeah. Uh, I
1: am, of I like, course, John. I like pretend the audience is my thumb. Um, I, I don't enjoy I putting my, my thumb up. in things as much really? as Ted does, no. And pies. Um, <laughs> and then we all are joined this time. <laughs> By Andy, uh, what, what is your opinion of thumbs and pies? It varies.
0: Yeah. yeah. The come, size come. of the
1: thumb, the cleanliness of the thumb, the type of pie.
0: <laughs> the cleanliness of the so pie. So, do you, do you have an ideal th- uh, pie for thumbing?
2: Probably not off the top of my head, but okay. I will say that in all circumstances, pie? pie is superior to cake. S- pie
0: oh. is superior
1: to cake. Oh, yeah. Mob rules, yeah? of okay. course, your premier 40 Warhammer 40,000
0: podcast. It's it's a bit more moist than the cake. I'd, I'd appreciate In most it. cases, I would believe so. Uh, yeah. I like. A little bit more moisture on my thumb when I'm caking
1: or So, Ted, in the world of Warhammer 40,000, <laughs> what? Uh, what have you been up to since we last wow, spoke? jumping right into this? I know, I'm jumping right into it. Because right. I, I feel we have such good material coming up for our main topic oh, today okay. when we're going to be talking about our Space Marine movie. We, um, we made a movie. Oh, yeah. We made the movie. We made a Fuck movie. If we made that movie, then, yeah, there would be at least one rhino involved. But
3: so I, I, I'm
0: jumping ahead. To... There was a while ago, like, I saw that, like, there was a company that was making, like, custom-made action figures, like, 12-inch action figures, and they were doing space rains and stuff. Have you seen that before? Are you talking about Sideshow Collectibles? Is that – who does it?
2: Like, like, the statues, not the actual – They're actual action figures, so it's, I'm like, fully – I think
0: they have, like, a um, like a wireframe or something like that that they I, use. Like, has I so might a have seen like
2: some of that and... stuff, but I thought it was just, like –
0: somebody made like a custom chaplain custom stuff they'd, yeah they'd not an actual company maybe but yeah i can't remember i think i, I posted it on akw at one point but I mean. see if, if we had a bunch of those we can make this movie all we need is like 10 That's they, all. They, walking
2: <laughs> they might look a little more realistic too. Yes.
0: <laughs> robot chicken style seriously like on your patio <laughs> you know, a little bit fighting chaos among cinder blocks <laughs>
1: Well, mm-hmm. we we can always record out of order if you want. We no, just no, get no. that out of the way just now.
0: Yeah, okay. So the things I've been into 40K, <laughs> <Let's really. laughs> look through this shit real quick. So, um, I don't know, maybe we should do a whole section on uh the tale of Gamers or Gamer's Tale. Gamer's Tale. Yeah, yeah that but, that sounds good. So we've been do- doing a little bit of that, but um otherwise I haven't really been doing too much 40K other than Gamer's Tale. And and this, but I uh, got commissioned to do a bunch of war, uh, war machine and horde stuff. So I was kind of oh. looking at that. I got a, a new uh, airbrush. Yeah, there well, I mean, yeah.
1: no. yay for getting money for doing commission work and yeah. all that other But you know, well, I haven't got war paid for it. Horde. So it's, it's oh still, man,
0: like, that might be LVO. That'll that money will turn into LVO. Uh, LVO money, just like yeah. ping, LVO. Or failing that, you're gonna
1: have a, an awesome uh, war machine army,
0: <laughs> right on eBay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro painted. Uh, so I think that's about it. Like, I've been doing a lot of non 40K related stuff. Like, uh, I got commissioned to do a 48 foot wall mural uh, downtown.
2: Oh, I've been seeing your post on that, yeah. Oh,
0: thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Like, there's, like, homeless people will come up and, like, yo, man, thanks a lot for doing this. Like, oh, that's great. Even the homeless love it. Yeah, it's bright in their day. When I'm it. on my
1: acid trip, seeing all those colors on the wall makes it normal. They they, they can't afford acid.
2: Oh. Is, <laughs> <laughs> trust me, it is
1: uh, sometimes just Listerine.
0: It's, that's a meager yes. existence yeah. Yeah. Um, when you can't afford acid. I will say
1: it would be from Andy's profession that he knows that they can't afford acid <laughs> and it's not as a drug dealer to the homeless. Yeah. So. Whereas
0: it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you guys can afford that. Yeah, so yeah. Andy works at Walgreens. Yeah, yes, he works yeah. at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, like, one of the great things, like, some of the people, I think, coming by and, like, asking questions were really great. I was telling John about this, but uh, there was a, uh, I think, the second day by this point, like, it had been so hot so sunny here in Anchorage um, for the last few days. But I think it kind of affected my brain a little bit, and so everything became really funny. And uh, It's I, been
2: 82 it's, in the Valley. Hard,
0: really? yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and, and that might not sound, like, really impressive for people down in Arizona, but for us, it's really a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculously bad. <laughs> I had this, like, older, like, this 50-year-old, like, blue-collar worker guy with his wife show up, and he was like, uh, So what's your process? <laughs> the first thing out of my, mu- my mouth, like, for whatever reason, like... Hard drugs. <laughs> like, no, inspiration. That guy just like lost it. I was like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't be doing this. I'm technically representing the uh, the mayor's office. It's like, that's who lined up this project.
2: It, new uh, mayor. Yeah. New mayor, new... A little, mayor, mistakes. New, a little new bit more friendly to maybe like the
1: homeless population <laughs> he, he, now here. Friendlier to the heroin addict artists.
0: He's left-leaning, so it's alright.
1: You might be allowed to sit in public areas.
0: Oh. oh. Uh, insider baseball. That's for big time. <laughs> Mom
1: rules, you're Number one source for Anchorage
0: municipality <laughs> bylaws and mayoral debates. So after this guy, like you know, he thankfully he laughed off like what I had said, and I was like, no, 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 really, I'm just kidding. Uh, the uh, but yeah, the, uh, my my process is, uh, you will know, start with a vision. Like I probably shouldn't have said that right after I said hard drugs. Right.
2: Like, it, just, this like, sounds oh, all like. <laughs> fishing conversation right now
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, oh yeah
2: so you you know what I'm putting down right you're picking it up you know
0: (laughs) so maybe that was it maybe he was looking at code like for him it was a completely different thing he's like okay Russian River the Reds are running yes I'm there
2: truck stop bathroom
0: foot (laughs) tapping (laughs) That was a great, great album. I'm getting ass yeah. <laughs> over the transit center. It's a that.
1: really underrated uh, country album is the Truck Stop Bathroom Foot Tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great dance. That's something like um, my uncle told me about. Well, well, it's kind of power through this here. No, no, that I'm not loving the, the yeah. you know, the foot tapping. Um, personally, I'm, I'm very similar to you. I, I did very little in the way of Warhammer. Um, I bought a... We lowball this
0: podcast. I bought a
1: shitload of black library books. Um, I saw that Andy's been doing painting. When I get the chance. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a... So you got to
0: hold up our podcast now.
1: I bought a shitload of black library books. I got a real a hard on for fluff. So you're a stretching um, cheese. I did stretch. Um, and then I painted my Tale of Gamers stuff, and me and you played a game.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, cool. that yeah cool. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. that's something. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's so memorable. It happened like three hours ago, <laughs> and you forgot about it. Um, we took our initial forces for our Tale well, of Gamers. Again, uh, the, the, the narrative kind of we're going for here. Yeah. Is that we're for week one we had a hundred one dollar budget, okay, and then every two weeks after that we got another fifty dollars. Well, to real quick, Andy, have you done
0: anything outside of Tailor Gamers or? Oh, okay, just yeah, yeah, bust yeah. Into that? no, okay. It,
2: schedule is not did not allow well for yeah. it right now. It's but a, a little, farm, little bit busy, busy kid. with the gentleman's farm, <laughs> <Yes>. gentleman's farm, <laughs> another country like... album,
0: <laughs> horses and goats. yeah. <laughs> I saw a movie about this. Yes, a little zoo. It yeah. was dirty. Yeah. Um.
1: So but yeah, so, yeah, I said, $101 for initial buy. We had to buy one of the start collecting boxes. And it was $101 um, for a particular reason. Because... Very specific. For, for me, uh, so. bitching about the fact that I couldn't buy a start collecting box in a Razorback. Um, <laughs> which I then went on to not buy. <laughs> what, but,
2: but it gives everyone a little bit of, yeah, you know, a little breathing room. A little breathing room. I, room. I can identify with that because right off the bat, uh, Dave's like, oh, you can start buy a starter set. And everyone kind of got in their head that they... By this getting started set. Yeah. Except the Eldar Get Started set is not a viable, useful force. Why? Right. Well what it's it? it's jet bikes, It's, so it's we jet- a jet bike and a
1: tank. In
2: a tank, yeah. Oh, there's, there's no, no two troop. troops. Oh. There's only no, there's one troop's choice. Oh. Yeah, the jet well.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: it and it's it's a minimum size of three jet bikes, so. if my remember correct correctly, and yeah. uh an HQ and a tank.
0: So it was one troop choice, and minimums.
2: If you're wanting to do Eldar and be the wind rider host that everyone likes being right now. Mm-hmm. You can't buy another set of uh jet bikes oh. and be within or even close to the uh, starting cost.
0: How much are the jet bikes right now? Like 45? 40
2: dollars forty one, something like that. Oh shit. Yeah, they're they're pricey. Okay.
0: So what did you do? Like, how did you make it up?
2: I modified it over did. to... I, yes. <laughs> uh, I modified my starting cost over to uh, uh, <laughs> <Guardians>. <laughs> So based uh, on 1995 prices. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm a little bit outside the... the, the, the the box on this one, in the sense that I've got a metric crap ton of stuff sitting yeah. around since I'm an old time gamer. That's and
1: see, Ted and I were talking about this earlier. None of the stuff I'm planning on doing with this is stuff I'm actually going to purchase as new. Yeah, yeah. like the only thing I purchased, I purchased a start Collecting box for Space Marines because they had that sweet Terminator Captain in there.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and then after that, like I have my next month of purchases planned out, and it's all just stuff in my to build pile. <laughs> this is
2: this is my to build uh, last edition, maybe two edition ago, Eldar. Uh-huh. Apoc forces, basically. Okay. Where I was building like a legitimate, legitimate. Uh,
0: that was a, a decent sized box, wasn't it? You got the wind rider. I had for the... well,
2: yeah, I would have that, and then eBay crazy ended up just picking up things as people were dumping them for cheap, and I've probably got thirty or forty jet back bikes. When Eldar um, back, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, before the. <laughs> Last edition, where they all <laughs> sudden got badass. Okay. But this is where you struggled to, you know, make any ground on the
0: table. Oh, those bikes, and, there. I uh, remember, like, back in the day, like, 5th edition, 4th edition, like, they were not doing so great. Like, that was no, not a hot choice. It was That not, was back in the, uh, have your guardians platform sticking out behind a building and then shoot without people being able to shoot you. Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> and, uh, I never really got to play with them much except for, uh, APOC, and at that point I was taking a Revenant yeah. and, uh, doing super heavies and things like that. You're to
0: Battle Brothers, right, and playing the Titan game?
2: I'm uh-huh. planning on it, but they finally posted I have to be able to work some schedule stuff to make okay. sure I can make it, but by all means, I want to be there. You look
0: like you're coming down with something four months from now.
2: Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Don't know my schedule yet. That's a big thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't yeah. quite plan that far. <laughs> I will be sick. How so, like tonight. for me, it's like having a metric crap ton of stuff, like we were saying, uh, like probably you guys too, mm-hmm. that I'm not going to go out and spend the actual money when I've got yeah, like I'm, three armies sitting here i'm
1: using it as an excuse to actually build and paint my space marines yeah, that's yeah, and that's, and that's what i'm doing with there. my elder um mm-hmm. the, the game we played ted your mm-hmm. initial force was half of the shield of oh no the death storm box <laughs> yeah um and then plus a death company box oh. and then my it, initial was, you
0: know, it was the that plus a uh plus a tactical marine squad right because yeah, um, it didn't actually have oh. any troops in it. So I had to... <laughs> and it was great because I think the tactical Marine squad uh, box that I've had for a year and a half sitting in a box, like not doing anything. So yeah, everything was just like sitting there waiting to be put together. And then so mine, yeah, and,
1: and mine, I had my start collecting Space Marines box mm-hmm. and then I was going to bank the rest but I picked up an Inquisitor oh, okay. just because I really, I, I read uh, for my, my love of Beast Arises. Uh-huh. Um, I love the Inquisition right now so I'm like, yeah, I'll get one of those too. He's been um,
0: mouthing with it this whole night the yeah way. before andy showed up he was
1: i'm glad you got that out of your system yeah,
0: yeah. oh god so good
1: um <laughs> <laughs> so but there was a small disparity in our points um i think ted
0: <laughs> that's putting a nice ted line. ted
1: clocked in about a thousand points worth of stuff um i kind of topped out maxing out everything i had built as a uh, 530 points oh. Um, so we we uh, we forged the narrative. I know yeah. I know we've made fun of it before because it's in all of the sidebars and the rule books. Um, but something I've realized the past couple of weeks is, and I've talked to you about this before, Titus, right. I, I could care like less about tournament play oh, right now because right. it's not as comfortable as panties. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But having a good story in and kind of mm-hmm. having fun with the mission. So we invented this mission. I, I own the plasma obliterator model. Yeah. Um, so we essentially set up the table. The the My plasma obliterator was in the corner um the inquisitor was hiding out in there doing inquisitor things and being all secret and then my start collecting box was kind of there to take him back to terra and then um ted's forces show up to uh to retake (laughs) your your initial fluff that you posted up on the on the facebook page was that they were there to retake the plasma obliterator um that didn't quite happen right uh, it started off with the plasma obliterator firing. So
0: I, I think like I've I've kind of built the, this is the second game I played. The first game, um, I think it was like this. I don't know. The dice like, last, these two games have been so awkward. I think like I played against Dave, the guy who put it together, and he had his Nurgle uh, Marines. I think like I I did, for whatever reason was like, all right, I'm gonna take. I have the Terminator squad or this squad. I didn't bring the Terminators this time or that time, and I had my captain in Terminator armor with his uh, thunder hammer, and he was gonna charge a ten man squad. And uh, take him down. And, you know, when you're dropping 20 shots into a Terminator, they die. <laughs> so he brought me down to one wound. And uh, I think he charged. And uh, he got into in hand-to-hand. He whiffed everything. Just like... He, no. um, spoilers. Spoilers. He, he whiffed everything again. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I think they, they, they beat my guy in hand-to-hand. Like, Dave, on the other hand, did the exact same thing against my uh, flesh terrors. And lost his HQ to in hand-to-hand <laughs> to a bunch of my TAC Marine guys. And uh, but I just kept looking at that, like God, this guy is just like he's way too overconfident. Like he just sucks at life, but he's he's very enthusiastic about sucking at it. So but I
2: believe you started with blaming the dice. Is that correct? <laughs> well, which, which it, I can identify with. I, I you know, fir- first game of I think sixth edition. This character, I understand. Yeah. First game of sixth edition, we got it. it. Came out very excited to get over to Annie McDermott's place. We oh yeah. Break out the armies. I got the collector set or something like that, and they came with their little special gray skull plastic dice. You know? Yeah. Uh-oh. And we start playing. We start rolling those things, and I'm like, I'm going to make his Chaos Space Marines make their saves. I mean, I'm going to shoot bolters at him. They're going to yeah. get their save, which we discover in this movie is not quite accurate. But, <laughs> um, And so I'm like, I'm just going to throw dice at him. He's going to have to make his three. I'll be able yeah. to clip a couple guys every time, except I should be hitting on three ups, except not- I'm not hitting. Ever? Ever. What? And I'm going, what the What? And I'm starting to get a little weird towards the end. I mean, this is, there's something wrong. Well, I start researching the dice, and sure enough, the way that these things were made, they're hollow in the center, and they are, like, unintentionally weighted. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> and it was a legitimate no sh- Crap, these things are no good, wow. <laughs> unless you want to set them aside for your morale yeah, dice. Yeah, so, which you just You could sit there and roll these things and find out how they're unbalanced. And I went to uh,
1: work. buy some on eBay, and it's yeah. nothing to do with uh, Perils of the Warp Tests or morale <laughs> checks. I yeah. uh, will just uh, you know use <laughs> them as a special type. Yeah.
2: Uh, and I was actually, it found out, there there was research that wow. people were cutting these things up and finding out... What that box set was that, was that? Oh, that was, you know, you'd get your dice and your different marker stuff in like oh. little... Uh, lasgun power cell pack oh thing. right right. it's like yeah, a okay. collector's thing when exactly. six came out
0: oh was that the one that had like the uh, the really ornate um mm-hmm. like relief whatever with like the one two was yep. all yep. really okay oh nice. nice. yeah i've heard that about like chess x like if it's like uh if it's if, if it's a solid color oftentimes like they they make the whatever it is like the plastic or whatever it is. it's like a compound and i think it's like it's almost like a resin or something like that so it's activated yep. and so like sometimes when they pour them um, it's actually you'll find like pockets of powder. Like if you cut them apart, like yep. there's pockets of powder in there. And so there, it's, there like, are YouTube not...
2: videos of guys cutting these things open to show you the difference and uh, like the quality. Like it actually does make a difference.
0: So they were saying like you have to get the opaque one or like the right. See-through. You have to be able to see through it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Gonna have to buy some new dice for for Vegas. <laughs> um, so, but for for our game, I think the thing that that I took away from it the most is after we were done and we got through five turns pretty quick. Yeah. I didn't really care who won or lost. Yeah. That that was kind so of
0: our whole objective was to like I, we had to take the obliterator. You had what, to have, have the plasma obliterator, yeah, yeah. or I had to take the plasma obliterator. Right,
1: I had to hold the plasma. My my fluff is that I have to. Uh, I'm preparing this inquisitor to leave by hook or by crook, cool. uh, whether he wants to or not. So we're waiting for the transport to come down to the pond to pick us up. And obviously, a big old plasma obliterator is a really good landmark on a barren kind of battlefield to pick someone up at. And yours is the, uh, you know...
0: Uh, Captain Don Quixote. Well, it's not really his name, but he's uh... a... A Don Quixote, yes. You're, you're not Crimson Fists. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he was... Yeah, he just saw that as like an opportunity to earn fame and glory by taking off this uh, the Xenos threat that was surrounding this thing. And So I'm
2: getting the impression that you guys are all about you know, like being a little bit more into the fluff, fluff play and getting uh, your narrative.
1: No, Now, see, when we started the podcast, I was most definitely no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We have that, uh, so we would had you describe old-
1: yourselves as fluffers? <laughs> well, I've it's always been a fluffer. Moist. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when it, what it came down to was when the we plasma- need to make that into a shirt. W- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Somebody hold like fondling two dice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want that. Mob that, rules that could fluff work squad. If you only knew an artist.
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I got to do that now. Got to. I got to plan that. Um, <laughs>
0: Maybe somebody like with a nice mustache in the background. <laughs>
1: So back to the game. (laughs) Whenever the plasma obliterator fired, it was it did not scatter at all. No. Um I presienced it a couple times with the Inquisitor.
0: For for no point. (laughs) For for (laughs) no
1: point because it hit every time or got four or less. And like I think shot one it wiped out like ninety percent of a squad. Yeah. Shot two it wiped out like ninety percent of a squad. Uh you had some Awful charge dice rolls. Oh, yeah. yeah um, atrocious. At the end, all that was left alive was your captain. Yeah. My captain uh, and his two marine buddies, the Inquisitor. And one marine who, I swear to God, passed so many saving throws. And is becoming a veteran sergeant. He's going to be a veteran sergeant <laughs> next game because, like, he should not be alive. Yeah. He passed Flamer. Uh, he passed Bolt Gun. Melt-a-gun. He passed Melt-A-Gun. Yeah. Uh, well the Meltagon failed to wound <laughs> yeah. it was ridiculous uh, I think the high point of the game is that the the plasma obliterator that the flash terrors were trying so desperately to capture uh, was destroyed when the flash terror death company Dreadnought charged it and destroyed it hmm. so, <laughs> so. And,
0: and then they just stood there like the two captains staring at each other and I think like in, in our heads like the, our captain had figured that these were uh, imp- uh uh, evil sons orcs because Duma the, the dreadnought has like a really poor eyesight and was like There's are Xenos down there and they all went charging in <laughs> yeah, they are old after all I,
2: I just
1: pictured it as the two captains facing off about to strike each other down yeah. and the way I positioned the models and I, I said again working narratively it's crazy it's fun <laughs> um, like I positioned the inquisitor behind them so he would be running out of the wrecked obliterator like stop <laughs> you assholes just stop there's no need to fight. Stop, and then like they, they eventually stop, and like, oh, oh, you're not, you're not. Why are you killing me? Why are you killing me? Uh, but no, it was a great game. So, so we both lost. Uh, it forwarded both of our narratives. It kind of had us, gave us a place to go.
0: There was no plasma obliterator to take anymore. No. Cause- it was Solid gone. Straight it. Everyone um, got
1: a, a participation prize. Yeah. Which is great. And it, it gives me some <laughs> we'll fluff. We a
0: free t-shirt that we buy for ourselves. It, yeah. it gives
1: me some fluff to take in. I'm playing uh, Danny. Uh, who's been oh, on the, the show game? before tomorrow mm-hmm. night with the, uh, the little force him? there. You have played him.
2: I, uh, You know, in all the years that I've played and done tournaments, I'm not sure I actually have ever played against Danny. Oh,
1: I've played against him a couple times. Now, yet to win, but always a good time. I
0: think, yeah, of all the team tournaments that we've played. Because I, I think like you and I were in most of... Uh, I think we played. We've been a lot of them
2: together, it, of them together. together. Yeah. Uh, one time. Because, after all, in the team tournament, you would uh, get additional points for theme, uh, basing, uh, display boards, added stuff. Uh, we make shirts. Um, I, Someone shows up uh, with shaved eyebrows. <laughs> oh,
0: you're going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe uh,
1: one year Danny showed up, I think last year, dressed as a juggalo.
0: Oh, yeah. Him and his partner both yeah. had uh, matching juggle shirts. Matching
1: juggalo shirts. That'd and they be, were not uh, playing Harlequins. No. No. The, uh, the annual uh, team tournament that used to happen up yeah. here, up in Eagle oh, River. Those were a blast. Yeah. Those were a blast. Um, yeah. They so, would get
0: something like 40 people. At ma- I mean, the, I think the, high, the biggest I've seen it was like 40-something people. Yeah. That was pretty decent. They, yeah. It's no, they used to
2: be like, quite P- the draw. I mean, that was the, one of the big things for me. But then once uh, Zion left... Yeah, and I lost my partner and uh, yeah, sad panda tears. Had to go to Middle East.
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds like such right, a great job.
1: Well, on that positive note, yeah. I mean, I guess. I, well, what's uh Oh yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Gamers? I'm sorry, Andy. What, yeah. what are you been up to? Uh, are you games in or yeah? You...
2: No, no games in. It's uh, trying to work something out. Maybe later this week. Dave's okay. talked about coming out to the valley. Um, cool. Dave Eaton. Yeah. Oh sweet. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, like I gotta just back up real quick. I, I, Andy, Dave, and I kind of grew up together, so this is. This is this is cool. We, this we is did pre-puberty for us, <laughs>
1: very much so. so. Um, it's like twenty-five years later, still jerking off in a shed together. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, magical.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dave left the hobby, and now I think he's he did. back, And you guys
1: are uh, he he kind of
2: left the hobby the same kind of same circumstances as I did. A little bit, you know. His big thing was uh, Warhammer Fantasy for many years, mm-hmm. and then they modified and changed things. He ran um, Undead, oh, yeah. and when they split them into two, it ruined his army, and he had like two non-viable <laughs> forces like that's it I'm done oh, Okay. Um, kind of got out of things and then it was same for that me was a long time ago. oh it was Um, and then same thing for me with this last edition they they threw 6th out there and you're kind of used to that 4 year 6 year cycle with them
0: mm-hmm.
2: and buying all this stuff and all of a sudden it's like yep we're dumping 7th and I went alright I'm not spending another 100 uh, bucks on a book and everything else and yeah. at that point got sidetracked with Bolt Action and Malifaux and this kind of oh. sidelined the 40k thing even though like I said, we've Welcome been, we've back been Andy. Pla- I know it's, it's actually kind of fun since, you know, it has been a huge part of my gaming and hobby career. I mean, career, <laughs> career, <laughs> my Shed, job, you're making money off yeah. of this. That yeah. oh. <laughs> um, but you know, huge part of it for, for a lot of years, um, and dedicated, uh, buying books and reading books and extra stuff and mm-hmm. this, whatever they pumped out. I was, just a hardcore fan, didn't make apologies for them. <laughs> um, and this movie
1: is a Thank prime you. example of this that.
0: Is, this is your, uh, we're blaming this on you. Yeah, you it was <laughs> what uh doing.
1: Yeah. So I mean I guess let's let's take a break and we'll come back yeah. and we're gonna talk about um oh, some cinema magic with with the ultramarine. The movie that we made. Yeah, yeah, we we no we <laughs> let's not take credit for this wonderful thing.
0: <laughs> Robo Girly Man here, calling in from Stasis. Do you have a problem procreating for the Emperor? As an Astartes who's been chemically neutered, I understand. A lot of people across the Imperium are suffering from the same disorder. I'm here to tell you that the Emperor has a better solution than snorting ground-up Turvagon Shell. What we have devised is an easy two-step solution. Every morning, wake up, look in the mirror, and say, Fuck you, Chaos. It's their fault anyway. Then look down at your jabang-bangs and say, For the Emperor. In those two easy steps, you too will be able to blame Chaos for your impotence. If only the space marines could do the same. Thanks, Dad. Now get out there and procreate for the Emperor. <laughs> but remember, if it comes out funny, exterminatus that mutie. This has been robo Man. Whatever the Emperor's will is, be sure we'll find you out. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a mushroom. No, go on. Please continue. Oh, yeah, the Mushroom?
1: No, I'm just calling you, calling your bluff on this shit about coming back with random half stories from break. Yeah, and then expecting me to jump in and interrupt. So please, please go ahead.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was expecting you to. No, <laughs> that's not protocol. So, so... <laughs> so... I don't want to tell her. Wow. Breaking the format. Oh, he, he's got nothing. <laughs> I really don't. The i guess, like him out lines. there
1: and let you die. <laughs> <Yeah>. So the <laughs> the, like the meat crew. the meat of our episode today, and the wonderful kind of I guess the hot cock. The, the 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 intro will be like our little like sloppy bread or something <laughs> like that but uh on <laughs> our meet days we are talking about the uh 2010 uh yeah. movie ultramarine Ooh. um made uh direct to, to dvd or direct to yeah. home release uh released in 2010 by the the wonderfully named codex pictures um <laughs> a wonderful film company who, who made uh one film, and th- this was it. Oh,
2: left holding the bag.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Um, I remember being entirely excited. And I'm sure you were absolutely pre ordered coming out. Like, this yep. was, I it, everybody had been wanting a uh, Warhammer movie for the longest time, and this and was they, it. This was the and, shit,
2: yeah. And then, you know, through the kind of history stuff, you had like the initial kind of 80s Inquisitor thing that was like really you couldn't find it anywhere, mm-hmm. maybe some videotapes of it someplace. For millennials, that those existed at some time, <laughs> um, VHS, <of> VHS, <laughs> or even older Betamax. I was going to say come on beta. Yeah. Is. Um, and then every everything after that was like cutscenes for video games. Yeah. And some of them actually were pretty good. Uh, Final Liber- Liberation had some really good cutscenes, live action. Okay. Th- their orcs were always kind of that classic oh. uh, foam. We're talking, got <laughs> the cocky thing going, and like I to get the mouth to move, I the actor nods their head and the mouth goes blah 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 blah, but the actual well, costumes and stuff were pretty Final well done. Is that what you said it was? Uh, yeah, I believe. Yeah, so. it
1: was a War Forty. Like it was a strategy game, right? Uh, yeah, kind of like a Command yeah. and Conquer yeah, style Warcraft type thing. But but yeah, up until this point, I mean, that's all we really had w- was and fan movies that they would
2: shut down on a regular basis. Yeah. Even some of them really well looked like they were doing a really good job production wise. Um, Demnatus, I believe, didn't was didn't one of them? They were doing it over yeah. in Germany. They didn't do so
1: get... well as to get IP clearance, so, right? And yeah. they were
2: trying to go under the the. Fan film, no no uh, money being made kind of a thing, okay. just a strict...
1: Uh, you know, like, I, I believe me and Tad call it, uh, what was it, parody law? <laughs> or- <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> not, not, not quite parody when you're, uh, you're not making <laughs> oh. a
1: joke or just
2: referencing stuff, but it's like full on. But the idea being, it's, you know...
0: Was that a CG movie? Or- no,
2: well, they had CG in it. Okay. Uh, you might be able to still find some of this stuff on YouTube. I'm not sure what happened, but basically they finished it, and GW came in and the lawyer shut them down.
1: Oh,
0: I like that they waited until they finished. Yes. And then they're like, no. No. Now that you spent all this money and time, <laughs> we'll take it from you. <laughs> and
2: uh since this, obviously I think it's uh what Aramis is doing the
1: uh The Inquisitor. The Inquisitor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. which looks, it, looks amazing. Looks amazing. Um yeah. I really hope I mean we see a gentler, friendlier Games Workshop right now. Yeah. Um, hopefully, as long as he doesn't try and do something stupid like, Hey, buy it on DVD, $30, then uh, they'll well, leave I, him well I, enough alone. I think
0: the nice thing about it is it's like it's really great market research, especially if it's something that like isn't for sale. You know, just like watching the demand, they'll know whether or not that they can invest again. You know, like after this one, it's flopped hard. I mean, so. well, this...
2: yeah, and that's um. Ultimately, I mean, who knows what the exact reason behind that is and who to, who to blame. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, they're, they've had a long history of very successful video games. Oh, yeah. And I still
0: see Space Marine in the stores. We'll, think, we'll get to that in a minute oh, okay. with this whole Alders. movie because
2: that came out shortly after this movie did, mm-hmm. I believe. And if you like do a side-by-side comparison, you're going, they should have just had Relic because I think Relic was the producer yeah. for, for Space Marine. Right. Where this movie has some good points to it as far as like okay graphically that was done pretty well then you're you know, like wait a minute where did, did that happen and all of a sudden we're getting into these goofy gumbo- gumbies walking down the street <laughs> where, now, where, the, where you could have just used you know the, just the cut scenes out, out of Space Marine and, yeah. and completely made a better movie they did they
1: did use a um, uh, studio called Image Metrics I didn't read that for, for the, for, movie or the for, movie? for the Ultramarines movie for okay. the facial animations okay Um, Which, at times, were not very good. Right. (laughs) So, up until this point, the only movie that they had done is they did some work on Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Um,
0: That was pretty good, wasn't it? Well, um, yeah.
1: But all of their other credits are video games. Um, So, Grand Theft Auto 4, Assassin's Creed 2. It definitely had a video game um, theme kind of feel. Yeah. So, I mean, mean, let's just go right into it here. I mean, it it starts off um, with a group of... I find out on my third watching Imperial Fists because oh, oh. and you're you're pulling up something well, uh, from your uh, special edition uh, no, here. So yeah, well
2: he's 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 you're referencing the actual beginning. Of basically, they're they're alluding to some kind of. Uh, Disaster happening to a group of Imperial fists, right? And so, so
1: obviously, as a piece of Warhammer Forty Thousand fiction, disaster has to happen to Imperial fists. That is their lot in <laughs> yeah. in and fiction.
0: Wiped out to a man, um, <laughs> not quite. There not two. quite. Yeah. Okay, Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but
1: so, so I just okay. I didn't get it. So the the movie opens up in kind of a, a Marine's eye view with the most convoluted heads up display I have ever seen. Very video gamey. Mm video game there was like three skulls on the one top left flashing. hand corner one yes. of them flashing my, my whole thing like i couldn't take my the first time i watched this um i couldn't take my eye off of that skull yeah and yeah. trying to figure and out why that one was lit and the okay. others weren't what did that mean full disclosure the first time i watched this um i did watch it with my buddy josh and we did make a <laughs> drinking game out of it um How and, hammered did you
0: get oh so what were the rules of this you so posted it, but... i
1: posted it we we had to take a drink every time Um, They said McCrag, Emperor, um, uh, Primarch. That didn't come up. The word Primarch came up. (laughs) Did it one time? Yeah, when he's doing the uh, the uh, retrieving the gene seed. Uh, Um, Okay, Terra, and then. There, there was a couple of other ones as well.
0: So I was—I I remember looking at your r- rule set, and then I ended up like rewatching it uh, shortly after. And it didn't seem like a lot of those came up, which, like in the books, like you hear a lot of right. Like, and that's so that's about letters. halfway
1: through. We're like, we got to add more rules oh, in okay. this because we we I googled a little bit. We hadn't seen the movie before. Um, since we're going to do it again, oh. I've I came up with a different rule set. <laughs> um, now that I have a little bit of thing, but it, I think that goes to the core of it where. I, I was doing okay. This is a great 40k movie. I'm going to make a drinking game for a 40k movie. Um, hardly any 40k stuff came up. I no, mean,
2: exactly, and that's where and that's where I will tear down and then some. In some cases, actually defend. This is Dan Abnett writing. This is GW and basically now giving him, the Dan green Abnett
0: step. was writing for them at the time. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, long, long career at this point writing for them. That okay. Big books. Um, and it is. I mean, you know, for facts, as as protective of their ip as they are you know that anything as far as the writing and the the source material is going to have to go through them so i will tear them down when you go into there and you're like this doesn't seem
1: like 40k or seem very space marine to me i feel you could take the setting away and change it to standard sci-fi and you would have to make literally zero changes oh you could you could even just dump this into
2: a world war ii movie yeah i mean it just very easily i mean it, it just it doesn't uh there there are things that they're desperately trying to capture, but I think that's where maybe some of the separation um capture for the the universe and for the fluff and the background and then it's writ maybe written there, but then it's handed over to codex and they're obviously not part of the company, and the voice actors and the director are probably not huge forty k fans. Uh, I'm just
1: guessing John Hurt is not a right John Hurt, now. no. He had heard of it, I believe. I watched the the interviews with him afterwards. <clears throat> Sean Perry they, they all had passing knowledge of it, uh, yeah. as culturally significant as this Games Workshop is in the UK. Um, but it's, I will give it some. Okay, so, so kind of going through scene by scene here. Um, it then goes to kind of a voiceover narration. John Hurt. I will give the <laughs> say. <laughs> I uh, get my go. notebook out. <laughs> I usually cannot stand voiceover narration. I think it's a very lazy way of doing filming. Okay. But there was nothing better than hearing John Hurt utter the that opening sequence when yeah. he's talking about you know you know and one thing that bugged me, it's the 40th to 1st millennium, and in the grim dark far future there is only war. Or obviously or, or that's bullshit because he said it's the 41st millennium, so it's already the far future. So that's. Yeah. Unneeded words. But still <laughs> unneeded word. But the important okay. thing to point out is that John Hurt said, and I quote, and the greatest
2: of them all oh. are the Ultramarines. Suck that every other chapter. Whoa, <laughs> <Yeah. that's laughs> I'm just right. saying, you're, you're talking to a guy right now that's got a full company of Ultramarines painted, <laughs> a Thunderhawk gunship, oh. I'm wearing my shirt, an and maybe shirt. I have an Ultramarines tattoo. Well, okay, You do? I do not, but I figured that would garner some <laughs> interest <laughs> if I said Maybe. It. It's an audio show he's showing
1: it to me. Yeah. Um,
0: well, it wasn't Ultramarine saying they were the best chapter or whatever, so wasn't it?
1: Or, yeah. On, on so, my, a little
0: on, bit of bias. Of course, they all think all, On my serious. notes, sorry. Sorry, Andy. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> my notes
1: here say Ultramarines are not the greatest of them all. Um, something else I wanted to say. <laughs> 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 if you get John Hurt to say it, we might believe it. No, that's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you get John Hurt to say it, it sounds amazing. Um, uh, one thing I want to point out is like five minutes in here, okay, I'm very confused. Uh, my my positivity towards it is starting to go down. But the score, the music is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, that's what you described. Astartes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I can get over. I could hear a very English accent on that Astartes. And it was, oh, absolutely. It, yeah. It's and it, I love the music. I just I kept on imagining kind of like. But it does. It, it does, it does follow.
2: It does follow the standard. You know, trying to get that gothic feel of random, random, random Latin Astartes. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 but um, nonetheless, it does. It does. The music does tradition. come and go. Yeah, it does it come and go, and, and th- the problem is that there are times where you're, like, huge voids of, like, no music. Or, right,
1: right, where I'm just like, this amazing score, you could at least reuse music or yes. something like that there. Um, I watched it with my wife today, uh, who has kind of a very basic zero knowledge of Games Workshop's background and history. Um, after seeing the Imperial Fist scene at the start, uh, her direct quote was, is this really how it starts? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> What after the amazing John Hurt voiceover and the very good music, um, something I really liked is it, 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 it panned down a stained glass window mm-hmm. of the, was it the 4th edition Space Marine Codex cover? Yes. Well,
0: yeah. yeah, which was, it looked great. Like, which they looked it, amazing. made it into a stained glass, so but and it was it, totally cut and... Yeah, re-purpose. and I look at
1: that, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks amazing. That is yeah. great. And then it pans down to a, a Thunderhammer, not a fucking Warhammer, it's a Thunderhammer, Um which is the, I think the fourth edition rulebook cover. Yes, from that train. Is
2: it yeah. fourth or? S-
1: I think it's
0: fourth, Yeah, yeah. or f- uh, it, it, it's, it's so yeah. I started playing in Rogue Trader. So yeah, it's so <laughs> they all blend to together. Well, they had yeah. two. Uh, they they actually had that hammer on two different editions. I think it was like the fourth and fifth, but it was a, a different version. Right, it. right. So I mean, and this looks and, and this looks,
1: looks great one. going down, and then it pulls back uh, to the Marines doing their, their combat training. Mm-hmm. And my next direct quote from my wife says, "It reminds me of Toy Story." Uh, she, what? She said, she said the Marines look like Buzz Lightyear. Oh,
0: yeah, I could see that.
1: So I do I do know from uh,
2: when they were making this and having it come out, they did an interview with another podcast for 40K. Um, and they did talk about...
0: Which one was it, uh,
2: I believe it was 40K Radio. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, wow.
2: Um, it, back, I mean, back way back. Be honest. Um, And I know that the the... The studio had to have some problems because the armor that is made for Marines is obviously highly stylized. It's in a goofy um, proportion as far as heroic 28-millimeter. And it wouldn't work. Correct. It would not work. There are things that that Space Marines, as the sculpt goes, like they couldn't lift their arms over their head if they wanted to. Okay. The the pauldrons would get in the way. Right. So you're now going to take this static model that looks cool as a model and try to make it an actual moving... Physical thing. I mean, uh-huh. obviously, look at the guys that do all the cosplay and stuff. They're clumping around. They yeah. Quite work. Um, amazing work. But when it mm-hmm. comes to actually moving, it doesn't. Things don't quite match up. Okay. Um, and so they're having to now to adjust things so that It'd they can really even lift, lift their heads. The space ring. I
0: think it would, it would probably bend your arm <laughs> that enough to. But that's, that's, that's well, how would they do that.
2: That's, I'm sure they have something internal in I mean,
0: them. Okay. They do it. The, the 21st yeah, appendage. The penis. It looks like you're passing long... out all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: so, um, I mean, they, they, had, they had some distinct problems that they had to work around as far as making this armor move right. remotely correctly. And I thought actually some of the fight scenes and action scenes where they were actually doing things quickly running jumping fighting work it's like when yeah. they're just slow plotting down the road which they have a lot of in the, this movie the, I will say it the character models like look Lord I, I the
1: enjoyed the, the dimensions and I agree with you yes. like I said it looks great and it, it's super stylized but you're, you're right they, they can stand in a bolter holding pose but that, that's about it yeah
2: now, and then, so but they did deal. great great detail work in these models uh, yeah for the most part mm-hmm. um uh, but then yeah. there were things that drove me, like, slightly I think crazy.
0: Helmets, I think the helmets were, like, you're, off. You're, like, the helmets? And, the eyes were too small.
2: Oh, you're getting right into where I'm going. Ah!
0: I was stealing your shit. Did, <laughs> no, okay, I mean, so, like, classic
2: blue armor ultramarines, they have red lenses. Mm. If you want to just go with all the fluff. Background <laughs> art that's out there, okay. and I don't know if you noticed, but like they couldn't consistently keep an eye lens color on these guys.
0: Oh, I sometimes it was
2: black, sometimes <laughs> it was a red tint. I saw yellow. It was it was just wow. one of those.
1: Oh yeah, all over the place.
0: God, what movie was that where they it changed just the color? Oh yeah, Evil Dead, where they changed sloppy. the color of the blood in every scene. Yeah, it, like it so just yellow, seems so to be green. so sloppy.
1: We we pan back and we see okay, our, our reproportioned movie Marines, we'll call them, and like we don't have issue really with the model. We understand why it looks good uh the lenses sure you know oh, yeah. they have special receptor filters um <laughs> and then they have my biggest problem with the movie coming up they are you know oh, doing is it
0: the duel between the
1: they're doing the training at the start between the the captain and the, the new recruit and they're like oh this will be your first mission you're a new recruit i'm like well shit what happened to scouts did they never were they never scouts? Yeah. Oh, Andy is clutching his uh, special edition Hard Choices comic from the Ultimate Edition. Indeed, of which gives a, a lot of background and then also a lot of frustration.
2: Um, okay. So does it answer my scout question? It absolutely does. So the background here, if, if you read uh, Hard Choices, what happened on Aldol? Because they reference it, but
1: they really don't... They reference it, but if you don't... They lack, reference it, as like, do you remember Algol, brother? Can you, uh, say, I do. Say,
0: Can you still get a copy of this? Is it I have it? no idea. Yeah, that's I mean, the,
1: the one on Amazon I that. couldn't buy. Oh. Okay.
2: Uh, at, at one point, you know, they're, they're sitting there prepping. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, prepping for, for their drop, and they're going through their gear, and they're like, do you think it's going to be a shooting war this time? I'm going, you guys were Space Marine Scouts. You've shot a gun shot before. Shot a gun before, and... and in fluff. Well, and they I are ultramarines my... in their pussies, so, no, 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 no. yeah. <laughs> I am just saying, they have other people doing their fighting for them. Um, you know, you look, you look at the Codex, and this is the last edition of Codex, I okay. the Codex, because I'm not a new one yet. Um, but the bottom line of the Fluff for scouts is they go through years of training. I mean, the, the process of becoming a space marine is selection, and then you're going to be put through combat as a crucible of fire yeah. to do different missions, which is what this is about. Hard choices. There is, uh, they are on the planet uh, Algol. And the uh, second company has been called there in its entirety um, because there has been a uh, basically a gene-stealer cult tyrannid invasion of the planet. And okay. it's out of control. The, uh, the aristocracy, uh, aristocracy uh, has not addressed it correctly. Uh, they uh, have now gone to full-blown like, invasion-level stuff. And the second uh, company is having a hard time being able to contain it to this point because it's gone so uh, out of control. To the point where they're actually calling in the third company, in its entirety, to come back them up. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and if what they had you waited just,
0: a few years before the Beast Arises a series had yeah. come out, they would realize that that's not the way to do things. Yeah. So you lose well, your companies. So, and
2: leave your Imperial Fest. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where it, some of the frustration I mean, it's obviously GW's license. Obviously, there's their IP and they've been writing this stuff for years, but this, a lot of this, first the background in the comic and then into the movie, mm-hmm. flies in the face of. What they have for decades uh, set up as space marines um, and what their role is in the battlefield um, for uh, domination of planets of things of that nation. They're a fast elite shock troop strike force. Okay,
1: and So it should have been like platoons and platoons of Imperial Guard going in.
2: And then them doing surgical things. Yeah. Instead, it is entire entirety of the second company going in and basically foot slogging and going face to face with a war of attrition. With Tyranids and gene stealers, huh. you think Ultramarines would know better than that? Correct, especially since in the first two pages you see what is uh, our squad th- that we're uh, following. in This movie is Squad Ultima.
0: So who is it? Uh, uh, Cassius or whatever? Caster, Caster, I believe.
2: Um, For, I have this written down. Not, not from the movie, but oh, from the
0: okay. uh, from the story. I want to say that there's like the Tyranid war veteran. Yeah, Cassius. Cassius. Oh, okay. right. And, like face. he's like he's beyond the point because there's almost like a Tyranid uh, cult, right? Like an anti-tyrannid cult. Uh, within the Ultramarines, that like on a fanatic there, yeah. level, like, the Tyrannic War in, Veterans. Yes. Yeah, they believe in destroying them. So, is there any tie to the Tyrannic War Veterans? Not or? at all. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. that,
2: you're going way too way too in depth with yeah, the, well, the possibility I'm, I'm of backstory here. Trying to give them um, the benefit of the so doubt, but if there's no, what they basically doubt. established very early in the comic is that they're fighting in the in the Hive in the Underhive, and the original the original squad Ultima is wiped out almost to a man. Okay. The only survivor is uh Krastor, who is then promoted to sergeant later on mm-hmm. and we see him as the uh, yeah. squad sergeant in the movie. Everyone else in the squad are scouts. Okay. And they are lamenting the fact that they're not being used to uh bolster the main force and uh that they're out basically scouting, covering the flanks, checking other parts of the the underhive and uh we find out that the captain um which i i did some uh research a little little uh trivia about the movie okay. and one of the big things that people had a, uh, an issue with is that the the captain that they throw in here um I have to find his name real fast Yeah, severus, severus is, is is not there's nowhere in prior fluff history his name coming up the uh, current captain uh, <laughs> so oh yeah they oh, people have an issue with <laughs> well, it yeah, it's the internet as uh, dumb as that is and this is where I will defend a little bit that they can. There's no. They don't give a timeline specifically
0: yeah. for this story, so they could stick it in anywhere they want. And say yeah, this guy was a. I'm sure
1: at some captain. point there was a Captain Severus. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Consider like how limited like uh, background they put on various people. Yeah. Like, why could this, this is the bone that there? people are going to pick
2: with it, it, yeah, It's sure. not the current second company captain. You guys know this thing of 40k
0: wiki, like trying to find like the ca- the uh, chapter masters of like the flesh terrors or something like that. And it's like well, it's I, all PC, uh, like uh, a see. wiki that's put together by, uh,
2: people, by people that right. randomly should apparently show, know better because yeah. they can bitch about this. <laughs> yes, anyone that can get on their computer can uh, become a wiki. Yeah. So basically, there is a. The transmission from uh, the emergency broadcast from the, uh, the planet, from the Imperial Fists, they need assistance. The, the uh, Ultramarine Second Company is the closest, by a large margin, mm. uh, for us to be able to respond. But they are now committed to this uh, Gene Steeler Tyranid invasion. And he's not willing to pull the captain's not willing to pull his full force out or a significant amount of the force out because it is they have to deal with this issue before there's they lose a, systems kind of a and thing. Children around oh yeah, it's well, like a system force. thing. It's like planetarian was
1: loss. huge amounts of Imperial Guard around to bolster <laughs> forces. Yeah, I know they got their asses kicked. Uh-huh.
2: Um, so, so what, back- he, what he what what he makes a decision to do is pull from the scout squads, okay. and he is li- they've literally just. Promoted uh, this scout squad to squad, squad yeah. Ultima, which we and, see in the movie. Right? Which we see in the movie, except and, we never see them in scout armor or anything. They're but just they, they do in as, the comic. Say, okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so basically, basically, that's how it ends. Is um, in in the comic is that they are um, get, being given their black car- uh, carapace. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, being told they are being promoted to full battle brothers. So, oh. um, so they have never actually fought in full space marine equipment. Um, and the way they make it sound is like that these guys have never really been in a shooting war before, anyway. Which again flies in the face of what the actual... hell. the scouts do then? I know. I know. That's
1: the kind RA of the whole point. Wrestle. Yes. So during <laughs> nerf it up. So during the the, the, the newly promoted ultimate squads, little uh, they have a yeah. little burrow in the in the shrine, and the 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 captain fights. Are I'm going to say protagonist? Um, are Proteus, Proteus, mm-hmm. Proteus, brother Proteus. Um, and then we, we see... And
0: now I have to say, like, this fight scene really bothered me. Like, it really, really bothered me. Because in the end, so they, they do their battle, and, like, Proteus has the captain on the ground. he's like, do you yield? And he has his blade to his neck. Yeah. He's, Remove he's, your helmet. Uh, yeah, he's right there. He's like, do you yield? Do you yield? And, um, well, he has his helmet off. At, well, he did not, he, he, he removed it himself. I okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but he's like, um... And, and he won't do it. He won't yield. And then he grabs his helmet and he uh, beams Proteus. The captain beams Proteus, knocks him over the ground, flips his sword on him and says, like, uh, in the end, there are you... you uh, Ultramarines you, do not yield. Yeah, you do not yield or something like that. And it's like, so basically, he did the exact same thing to Proteus that Proteus did to the captain. And now it's acceptable defeat. Yes, it's exact well, same fucking we, thing. We <laughs> we needed to put
1: in Chekhov's helmet, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Indeed. So if you see the helmet that in the first movie. act, it
2: will show up again and later. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The Chekhov's helmet. The
1: the the, the next thing well, that I
0: just that was, thought that was an inconsistency. The next thing
2: like, that really bugged me. Is uh, the first, my first watching that I, I will completely agree with you. I looked at it
1: and went, "That's like." cheap shit yeah yeah so so the thing that really what's good for you is not bug me and i'm I'm moving past kind of animation and stuff like that because we we have our issues there is the exact next scene is them in the armory getting prepared for drop i am like of the opinion that would have been so much more impactful if they were not in armor when they were fighting and practicing and the things. Yes, that, and and absolutely. then they go to arm up and cuz the servitor gives a very nice little speech about how you know oh, your dead brother's armor and you know dude please honor yeah. the dad and da da. It's like, "Well, oh, yeah, but he was just rolling around with this dude in it for like 20 minutes punching each other. <laughs> yeah, That's and not honoring the dad." I absolutely have that in my notes too. They they're
2: sitting there kind of prepping and you have that uh the quiet mumble of prayer. I don't you know, people getting yeah. their gear ready, swearing to the the machine spirit huh. and Checking their stuff, making their praises, and, and making their oaths. Um, the servitor's in there saying, "Honor the battle gear; it will care for you." I care actually, for I it. really dug the, the servitor. Yes. Part. Like, yeah, absolutely. The servitor
0: kind of looked a little dopey, but I thought that, like, really, like that kind of that piece of fluff. Like, I was happy to see that, like, consistent with the the books and everything else. Like, that was really nice. Stuff. I think the
1: reason I think they would want to do something where they go from scout armor or or like robes or you know marine panties. Um, to the Space Marine armor. Is that like Mormon armor? I think, yes. I think, (laughs) though, it was a, a budgetary thing. Where they didn't have the money for more character models. Oh,
2: that, I mean, that's how
1: I would view that. And,
2: and, and I would not disagree with that. My understanding is kind of how this, the whole business deal went down is at one point, Codex was left literally hanging, holding the bag on this. And that's when they kind of have pushed things through. And mm-hmm. it could explain why, at some point, we're jumping ahead a little bit. There are some times when they're out walking a lot. Yeah. Where they're <laughs> like, okay, that, I mean, they're climbing these stairs. That looks amazing. That mm-hmm. looks really good. And then not 20 minutes later there's like this low res hill they're like we should take the higher ground it's like uh welcome to the land of no scenery
1: (laughs) yeah uh so i have the next uh comment from my wife here on the locker room scene as i'm going to call it when they're getting ready Uh, her comment is i'm confused are they new to ultramarines or were they marines who became ultramarines (laughs) what this brings me to is some of this movie feels like it's dumbed down a little bit to get new people in but it's in that uncomfortable zone of where they've dumbed it down to alienate the existing fan base, but not enough to draw in new people. I, I'm gonna say, uh
2: maybe fifteen minutes less walking and you could have added in what actually happened on Algol and explain <laughs> all of this. <laughs> um, but but then they wouldn't get where they're going to uh, No, uh, thirty kilometers away and we're gonna put you down. So they
0: it, it was kinda of fun because I think like, you know, like there was so much less bolter porn in our bolter porn here. It was bolter porn light. Like it was it was like not soft core, to soft our, core porn, uh, 40k fiction. So mm. not as
2: much DACA as
1: you were hoping.
0: <laughs> One part <laughs> yeah.
1: I really liked, and, and I think this goes to what you're saying, Andy, about you know some stuff looking amazing and some some stuff just not, was when the Thunderhawk was going through the atmosphere and going down to the planet's surface. Mm. Like those shots looked just amazing. And, oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Um, my only complaint <laughs> is um, the the Foley work on this movie. And what I mean by that is just the, the sound effects.
2: Uh-huh. Um, well, I just, and that's the thing that frustrates me. So I'm, I will agree with you on part of it, but when they kick out the land speeder and it's making that chung chung, chung chung kind of old, like it, it's working, it's rough. I mean, it's not technology yes. that, that the Imperium uses as mm-hmm.
1: much as like say Eldar. I mean, you can feel that like grittiness. It sounded it. like mm-hmm. a dirt bike. A little bit. <laughs> that, that's my main concern. Is like, and I agree with you it shouldn't sound like a perfectly humming See, like, engine and did it but to sound me like it sounded like a pod
0: like, racer from episode 1 No no <laughs> that's
1: to me if it sounded like a pod racer great I mean you're going to get sued by LucasArts but hey free publicity <laughs> um, but to me it sounded like a derby And GW knows about suing Like um <laughs> when when I've watched movies like and, and I'm like a giant movie nerd so like I watched like I remember watching The Terminator 2 behind the scenes and that's how I fell in love with like Foley and making sound effects and everything mm. They said that they were making the sound of Arnold Schwarzenegger's shotgun in that movie by layering, the, they layered a gun and a cannon and a shotgun to enhance the sound and make it seem much bigger than what it is. And I feel like the Thunderhawk sounded like to me like a biplane coming down to Atlanta, like the land or like an old school propeller plane. Yeah. yeah. It, it, to me, it needed to have more impact. And, and something I, I'm very frustrating up to this point is nothing had any weight or impact. No. Or, yeah. Or yeah. Absolutely. There. Except the and chainsword. I, and I think the oh. sound had a little bit to do with that there. <laughs> yeah. Um, our guys are they land on the world's dustiest planet um, and they have to be 30 miles away kilometers uh, 30 you're, kilometers i'm sorry break. yeah <laughs> uh, 30 kilometers away uh, because of weather um, that was kind of
0: silly like why why didn't we pull it a little bit closer well, like you could have sk- skimmed a bit further and i understand like you could tell at this point like the warp was starting to affect like vision and everything else so like they were on the skirts of the warp. So, possibly that had something to do with it. But I don't know. Like it, it definitely had the feel like, let's it, speed this movie up and well, just it drop Speed it up. We're going to
2: drop 30 kilometers away. Mm-hmm. And he tells the pilot, extraction in two hours.
1: Oh, oh. he's going to get some math on us here. Yeah. And then
2: they proceed to walk. And I know they're eight foot supermen and they have a large stride. This but just... that seems like, so there's a lot of walking, a lot of climbing to get someplace. And then you're going to come back out. That's an hour in and an hour back. And I'm not sure they're going to cover that amount of distance just plodding along slowly. No,
1: I think something you I pointed out as well, and you, you pointed out as well, is I believe in game terms a Thunderhawk gunship has a transport capacity of one rhino. possibly Possibly two.
2: I'm not sure it can. The thunder.
1: Well, now they have transport. Oh no no, it's the, it's, it's the stormbird that can carry the rhinos. Yeah, you but, have to get the transporter. Oh, the thunder. Yeah, the yeah, thunder transport it's two rhinos.
2: And 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 I, as an owner of a thunderhawk, I would be more than happy to dump a landspeeder into it mm. and then pitch that
0: thing out. <laughs> <laughs> it would. I actually really dug that scene. That was like the landspeeder kind of like clunking out and like hitting the top of the uh, aperture and then like bonking on the ground and popping back up. Yeah. Like that was cool. Like it looked yes, like the, it would. The
2: landspeeder that officially did nothing.
0: It scouted ahead. It scouted and ahead killed and its its killed two guys. <laughs> it
1: scouted ahead and the two drivers flipped off the ten other people walking oh. forward.
0: But I love that scene. I think like later on, like all the the scenes with the storm or the the speeder, I think were really cool. Like I loved, you know, just having that thing like hovering, just sitting still with its light beaming forward. Absolutely, I
2: thought the, the the speeder looked awesome. Um, it was, other, than, I mean, when it's jetting along and cruising, it's kicking out the dust. It
1: looks oh. great. It sounds. I enjoyed the sound. <laughs> so i I said this to Ted last week, but the watching it reminds me of the nineties TV show
0: Reboot yeah, that was hilarious that because exactly right because
1: the armor leaves no footprints in yeah. the dirt. <laughs> we noticed that too, uh, and, and it was just, and this goes to me as well. Like, it, there's no weight to it. There, I mean, they're meant to be like giant eight foot tall warriors in this huge armor that you need to be like superhuman to wear, but as light as the air because it leaves nothing
0: behind. Which is ridiculous. They had a scene where they were like kind of looking down, almost from like shoulder height. Uh, down towards people walking like you almost had it was it almost like it was like trying to pick up the fact that they didn't leave footprints <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just leave that scene out and it would have been less obvious but i think th- you're giving them too much credit so i, <laughs> I think they okay. just forgot to put it in so yeah,
1: as maybe. as they're walking and they're walking along here uh we get a couple of scenes where we have uh, captain severus and the uh apothecary who would be python um mm-hmm they just kind of stand and look out at the distance and hear war sounds,
0: Oh yeah,
1: which I think is their subtle way of saying, you know, we've seen things. I, uh-huh. I didn't quite understand what the point of that was at the time. They they make several subtle references that are, I think are lost. Um,
2: I at, really later, sp- later on after, after, um, and we're going to jump in ahead a little bit, but basically the Lancy beer gets smoked, uh, or at least the pilot and the gunner do uh, the gunner being the lone survivor, survivor of the original, original squad. Uh, he uh, Craster is now dead and as they're starting to make their descent up the stairs um, the captain makes a comment to the carry about you know we're dying you know we're basically dying I'm not uh, immune to being dead only and you, you're going to honor my wishes uh-huh. and Python is like okay and it, it's, it's just one of those what, what what's the exchange going on here what are his wishes what does he want because as we clearly know that does not pay off later
1: no um, I <laughs> Uh, my, one of the notes I have here at this point in the movie is the captain is a condescending dick. <laughs> you wrote that out. Uh, I mean, now that
2: could be a, tr- a true ultramarine uh, <laughs> oh, uh, no. inspired role. There, they are a bit condescending, uh,
1: but so so. I guess that's good characterization. Then be. my next issue is when. your issue. They have their standard with them. The second company yeah. standard. Which I always take with me when I have one squad going to do a rescue mission. Um, yeah, I was about to ask you that exact same thing. Is, is it standard? Does the standard go
2: with the captain or does it stay with the company? Because the rest of the company is still back on Algal. Yeah. And we're going to go tromping off with one unproven squad with the standard for the company. Well, I mean, it was a plot oh, device. Which, which I do enjoy the fact that we're going to go... Okay, they're talking about what's the strength on the planet um, as they're doing their landing. And they're talking about it was an entire... One hundred—it's so an entire company mm-hmm. of Imper- of Imperial fists <laughs> who are calling for help, and who's going to come? Ten, uh, ten dudes. dudes who have yeah. never actually been in their battle gear before. <laughs> wow, that's some arrogance right there. Now, so, forgot, or did they, did
0: they bad say, planning. Yeah, but didn't they say that they're the only people around? They had—they were like, "Well, we could just wait for the rest of them." This is ridiculous. And they're they going like, to take well, six
1: they weeks they to pacify see that, see that planet, we didn't, about about that that planet that we, we didn't know about because of a comic book telling us. Yes. One thing. Was when, but I
0: think that they pointed that out. I think they pointed out that like they couldn't wait right any longer. They had it, to go down there and find and out who was signaling. What the I distress. thought was strange,
2: too is that they they only refer to the Imperial fists that are guarding the shrine that have been here since the, you know this relic and all this stuff that, since the Emperor. Um, but as they're walking, when they finally discover that there's the massacres occurred, there are a shit ton of Imperial Guard that are dead too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like no mention of the fact no. that it's not just Imperial Fist Space Marines, but. There's I think it's consistent with like
0: space marines anyway. I mean, they don't give a shit about it. I mean, they, they technically do. Well, but it, I guess it would depend duty. on
2: which chapter.
0: Yeah. Well, I think most, maybe not blood angels because they're pussies, but they, and the rest of them, they would <laughs> they would appreciate that. They're like, all right, well, or not appreciate. They would just this be, be dismissive. Di- yeah, not dismiss it. it completely because they only care about the space marines. They're going to go in there and get like what it is that they're after and then be done with it. And if a whole bunch of, you know, uh, Astra Militarium die, big fucking deal. Like, that's their lot in life.
1: So so going back a little bit there uh when our our second company banner goes up and is uh, set on fire, oh,
0: right, the fire but does not bale
1: burn fire. is covered in bail fire and your the whole
0: reason they brought it actually and your
1: veteran yeah yeah Check banner um, <laughs> the the whole the you very experienced captain who's known nothing but a life of war and burning heretics and a very cynical apothecary and is like oh, oh yeah. ignore it it's fine it's just bail fire it's just atmospheric yeah it's just atmospheric fire whatever well, i like no
0: I, later no. on we realized that why i mean perhaps why he was so dismissive
1: but. well he wasn't well that's, that's what uh-huh. <laughs> Moving on, I know uh, the squad moves forward and they find kind of a massacre but, ground. Of- but I think
0: that that's for like the audience too. I mean, in a way, like at that point, I guess we probably could have been chalking up if you hadn't seen the movie, like just chalking it up as like a, you know foreshadowing. Yeah, and no, absolutely.
1: Was- and then so, so and that's
0: what that banner we we could have been chalking up as in the first place, like why they brought this ridiculous thing is just so that we could have that foreshadowing it's yeah. so
1: ridiculous yeah, it's, it's <laughs> really, yeah you're, you're right there so that way it goes up to, to like you guys just talked about the Imperial Fist uh, decimation ground mm-hmm. um, dead bodies ever my my note here for this is uh, the heavy bolter had to be literally three feet away from dozens of dead marines to notice them because if you notice when it pans back yes. he's literally three yeah, feet away mean, to, oh know. god like, mm-hmm. that's the guy carrying your heavy bolter there
0: <laughs> but yeah. good luck so
1: we see just you know dozens of dead imperial fists and impaled imperial guard and just all kinds of deaths and everyone's like oh heresy mm-hmm. uh, I did notice the apothecary tried to treat an imperial fist by punching him in the chest <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> well, no he was just trying to extract the gene seed. Uh, uh, well no he didn't even try to do that because like he's talking about the imperial fist and then in the background the apothecary lifts his fist just punches a dude in the chest Pulls his hand back and he's like, "Nope, he's dead. <laughs> Nothing I can do here." Yeah, <laughs> my, my my impression from that is he was checking to see if the gene seed was still extractable. Yeah, yeah, I thought he said something
0: but, about like he was too far gone or it was too far was decayed. Decayed. Or something decayed like that, yeah, and and I and I will again
2: mention something about war gear here is that uh, man the, the the reductor punches through that armor fast. Oh, yeah, and it, it does. does. Why don't they Why use don't that? They use it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're running around. Booty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Space marine armor? Not a problem. We've got a fix for that. <laughs>
0: so I want to know why Dave's apothecary didn't do so well in our last game. Because he <laughs> should have just straight
1: punched through people.
4: <laughs>
1: our guys walk through like the killing zone some more. Um, the next note I have is where did Chaos get the cages for the bodies? Because they're walking along and there's just this Imperial Guard body in a cage. Just yeah. kind of hanging, and then going back to what you said earlier, Andy. When they're walking up the stairs, it looks amazing. Yeah, there is a crucified Imperial Fist on the wall. There's just yeah, it's it looks great. Uh, Ultramarines or dicks kick a helmet like Imperial Fist helmet yeah. off into the abyss, uh, not on purpose, but it's yeah. kind of a dick move.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, and and having having read um, a lot of the Horus Heresy stuff early on, when um, the uh, Emperor's children are on murder. Um, and because they're, they're they're kind of in the same, same uh, boat, they're going to assist the blood angels mm-hmm. who found themselves in, in a bad spot and committed all their forces. And so uh, Emperor's children go down to the planet. They can't get any, raise anybody. They go down there. Uh, and they find a, uh, uh, basically one of the, not to get into the background there, but they find where um, some of the uh, blood angels had been taken, killed, feasted upon by the inhabitants of the planet. And they treat that war gear um, from that other legion with great reverence. like they actually oh, yeah. go in there to recover any piece of armor that they can after they melt one of these um, killing trees down. They go in there to recover it so they can give that back to the legion. I mean, it's just a helmet or an eye lens. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then here we have them stomping up. These stairs and, and careless, carelessly kicking a helmet over.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and That's and
1: this one. is where the point in the movie where we meet
0: our uh, antagonists um, about oh. halfway through. I, I just have to point out, like I was while you guys were thinking about this. I guess really not pointing out, but I just like I, I got to imagine like how chaos does things. Like when they invade a planet, like do they have their like their invasion totes? You know, like with their cages in one bin, like all <laughs> neatly put aside. Like here we have the chains to to quarter people, and this one is our quartering bin. Like you, know?
1: you have their munitorium supply crates being dropped off, where it's like, oh, this is the cage crate, yay, hanging from the cliff, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I mean, yeah. every
0: every time they invade, they seem to have the cages. They seem to have like the the hooks like it, the BDSM it's, crits. It's, yeah. There's, it's
1: like planning a camping trip.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, guys. <laughs> uh, Large so, man spires or spikes.
1: We see some actually no pretty good action, I would say. I, um, I actually have that in my notes uh, uh, I, I did like that scene we have a a a bunch of black legion we find out, Chaos mm. Space Marines firing down on the land speeder. I love that the two guys went under the land speeder yeah, for cover. Right. Um, that is awesome, and then he was able to look up and use tactics and kind of shoot at where he is.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and they busted the uh, the was it the searchlight, and I love like all the atmospheric stuff, like, yeah. It's like hitting the ground and yeah, popping up and yeah. It,
2: and I love this firefight, but then on the other hand, this is again where we get into fluff and background stuff from the gaming side of things, and some of the stuff just drives me absolutely up the wall. <laughs> okay, okay, what, what drives you insane? All right, if you get uh, we're space marine, on space marine fighting. All right nobody makes their three-up save. <laughs> I mean, these guys hit... If, if a boulder round hits a Space Marine, they are going down. One, one hit, hit, one kill. Wow. Absolutely, every time. So that both the guys on the Landspeeder, one shot, one clean kill each. Um, at one t- uh, point, um, our protagonist uh, basically has been told to keep the squad back while the captain and uh, uh, Venomor go up to check the Landspeeder. Yeah. Um, the Marine holding Drown. the banner... <laughs> is wanting to rush to their, their aid and uh, he stops him from going forward and he catches one around and goes down. The banner is slowly goes down. They do the little slow motion grab scene so the banner doesn't fall. Mm-hmm. But it's like one hit and he's down. And that's, so that's three ultramarines with one bolter hit each and they all go down from long range.
1: I think my favorite thing is when they start... Uh, the captain climbs up to, uh, to go to the attacker and he turns the corner... And you see a Black Legion Space Marine in what I can only describe as kind of a glitch mode where he hasn't moved because he's facing away from the battle towards the ledge and not kind of moving at all. And then he just kind of jumps in and starts moving again. (sighs) Um, And we get kind of a nice little fight scene between them. Um, Again, where we discover... Chainswords are badass. Chainswords yeah. are amazing. Um,
0: <laughs> Rending. I I will, s-
1: I will say here... Uh, Connus, want a soup bowl? <laughs> You've got amazing. a soup bowl. It yeah. uh, the. the was such a clean instrument. It was. Too. It was amazing. The comment from my wife on this here is, Are Chaos Space Marines like zombies because they cut his head off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's just ensuring the kill. Um, yeah, just ensuring the chill. So, and yeah. you have a soup bowl. Yeah. And so, so the rest of the squad moves up here at this point. And then my note here just says "fuck you tower," because oh, yeah, I what enjoyed. The, the,
2: okay, there was a little payoff with uh, the heavy bolter lighting off and taking that thing down. Uh-huh. You got to see his uh, as they were doing their gear prep, uh, scratching in burn heretic, and you got to see that round coming out, of course, in slow motion and hitting the ground. Um, but yeah, they bring that thing down,
1: and it comes down, and it's very, very satisfying.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then we get... it's weird seeing like a heavy bolter like bring down a tower. I, I don't yeah. know. I just, a- it's AV quick, 10, bro. Why not? AV 10. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was the Orc Tower.
1: So then we get another really nice scene in the movie is when the apothecary does his little last rites and gets the gene seed out of one yeah. of the Marines. Um, in version two of the drinking game, this is finish your drink while he's doing the, the ceremony. Um, <laughs> but it was a really, really nice scene. And I, I think it played yeah. really well. Um, and then my only question is where does he store all the gene seed? Because he should have three. Is it like the backpack I think or it's something? the backpack. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be the know. backpack there. So His
0: face just tripped me out the entire time. Like, no, that, not, and we,
2: we talked about it. it it's the, the, the 3D modeling on the face is just like so...
0: Some of them it was okay. Like, hit
2: and miss. Sometimes they come in and you're just like, okay, this is video game rendering. I mean, this, this is not well, what I, I expected of think a movie. I,
0: it, it was beyond that. I think it came down to the design. I mean, he yeah. looked like... A ninety-year-old man, like there was no substance to his face. He was uh, completely gaunt, like he just, and I don't know, crevices all over the place. Like it, it didn't seem like he was a venerable badass space marine.
2: Well, and, was, they, and they, he the, was Mr. The, Burns. The, the the new squad chides him for that. I mean, Proteus is quite good at at giving yeah. him old man, old man, yeah. and lost his uh lost his drive to to fight. And That's right. They, they have that banter
1: going on. So then we get to the in an interior shot, and they're walking through kind of a dark room. Um, this brought up a very good point in my head, which I uh, isn't answered on the tabletop. Um, why is the apothecary the only one with a flashlight? Or my question would be: Is why do they need a flashlight?
0: Right, because I think in the the books, like they just turn on their low light vision. Yes, the, I mean that's. You know, I mean that
2: was... they have they have enhanced vision, low light anyway, mm-hmm. and then their suit augments that beyond that. And I don't.
0: I believe there's a real reason for so that. So I think the searchlight actually was just giving off their location. Yeah, so and also
1: the, the flamer dude flamer just guy. being a dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Let me uh,
2: burn through this flame a little oh, bit here. Oh, God, just... yeah, that's, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it looked cool. I think that was I think that was probably what it comes down to. It looked, cool. it looked cool. Yeah,
1: I mean, it looked about at the same time, it's kind of like... be
0: hard for us to be like, what's going on in the black there? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: um, but yeah, I mean, the, the simple way that around that, though, is just to... Gives either a, a helmet view that's decent, which, they, which they've uh, done. Well, they gave us or a helmet I view. Just
1: lighten the thing, everything up, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, so, my next note for this here is they're all super calm about Heavy Bolter Bro missing half his head. Oh, I have <laughs> a comment about that also. Uh, so, so a demon <laughs> prince comes and attacks them, and
2: absolutely, I have, it, I have a quote. Okay. Mm. So, as, as they're all kind of sitting around inside this this room, uh, Heavy Bolter guy stops and freezes and there's kind of a crunching sound and he goes down his helmet split in half medic his quote head wound fatal hostiles (laughs) no shit on all of that very clear a head wound very clear fatal obviously he didn't do it to himself Um, (laughs) he shot
1: himself in the back of the head yes (laughs) um we we come to the I mean I don't want to dig on the animation. We, we've been over that a hundred times with a very unfortunate Demon Prince model. Big oh, guy yeah. with
0: little legs. Oh, yeah. And it's... it just got worse later, but yeah. It was... <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, this uh, it, it kind of worked in the dark room, you know, jumping back and forth and doing a very alien-style vibe on it, you not really the shadows, seeing the
2: danger. Build up suspense, don't show the monster right
1: away. Yeah, I mean, and, and it was good and it was scary. Um, we see, you know, the awesome Chainsword coming to play again. Again, yeah. Chainsword battles. Um And that fight was pretty good. And then we see the Demon Prince and uh, Captain Severus uh, falling to their deaths. Oh, and by, by the way, chain, like a- Chainsword, the way that you apparently pass leadership. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The He, he kind of came off like a, a, a mindless beast, though. I think the whole time, like, yeah, he, he didn't attacking. He was more reactive than active. He wasn't pick, like the demon prince wasn't picking his targets. He but, just seemed to be like attacking the first thing. Demon in front prince of, him. of corn, maybe. I guess, but you know, like when I see a demon prince, they're usually uh, flying. They, well, <laughs> they're they're leaders of the army for the most part. Well, or, and
2: th- and this is where it gets into it, it's. It gets frustrating because it, it, I don't know if they're trying to do this as a red herring that all of this setup. Um, and even later, when they're being attacked by Black Legion, they're trying to make their escape. They make it sound, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, as if this is some kind of master plan for the demon prince to gain access to the relic and then to get off the planet in an Imperial ship, not a Chaos ship. Mm. Um, but that is that is a little bit. Of, I'm giving it a lot of grace. I think right, uh, giving him that. Much. The next well, I,
0: scene I, I, oh, for me this still just doesn't get like how why he was fighting reactively instead of actively like, because uh, right. So like, why not? And this isn't like, he, he's he's still to say like he's trying to lure that. them. He still yes. could have like killed one or been successful and why well, didn't kill, kill one. one? But he <laughs> didn't want
1: to be caught monologuing. I, I guess. But ha ha Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So our our next scene here, and I know I'm jumping ahead here and kind of. But I really liked this scene also. It was like this is one of like three or four scenes that I think were really, really good when we have this gap in leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is when we find out that um, Severus said that he wanted to have Proteus be the person in charge now. And that was the secret conversation, apparently, that they had earlier. Um, but when he's just kind of staring out the window holding a chainsaw, that shot was amazing. Yes, It, yeah, it looked really, really great. good. And the squad kind of arguing and then just kind of listening to the veteran um, apothecary and then kind of a, a, accepting Proteus. I really like that. It's mm-hmm. at this point... Um, we meet
0: our two imperial fists. Oh, the chaplain's helmet was amazing. Yes. I want I a I model of that, that chaplain. Well. Uh,
1: that, that chaplain looked really good. We had a uh, like
0: studded shoulder pad. John Hurt like, makes his appearance. <laughs> chaplain
1: Karnak with the wonderful John Hurt, Hurt voice acting. Um, I can like, just listen to that guy read all day. Uh, and then we also had uh, Brother Nidon. Yes. Uh, or whiny as bitches, as, as I <laughs> want to call him. The guy was jitterier than like a druggie without like, heroin for three days. Right, and, and again, ri- written very
2: outside of what you would think of as, as good space marine fluff. These, uh, you shall know no fear. Yeah. Um, well, it's stalwart, and he is completely shaken to the core.
1: And it's wow. an imperial fist. And, you know, I just.
0: And, and I think for me, like I kept like looking at him, like he's he's hiding chaos. Like he's, he's been fucked up by the war, but there's yeah. something wrong with this guy. Like he's not a space marine. Like something is beyond. And I
2: just think that I would be giving too much credit to the, to the writing here. Well, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> to say that it's a red
1: herring to throw you off. Yeah. I, I could I, see it being a red herring, honestly, the way, cause he completely. keeps on reading the book. He's yeah. very, so no one else is allowed to touch it. No yeah. I, I can I, I give him that. I mean, I, I can see that happening. I just don't see him as an Imperial fist. I also like looking at this now in hindsight, if you have a perfectly good building, um, to defend, there is no way you would find 95 dead Imperial fists on an open battlefield.
2: <laughs> Sprawled out by themselves quite yeah. commonly. Um, yeah. I mean, they even showed that in the opening as um, Karnak is rushing back saying, Get Brother right. Need on, have him meet me, or whatever. It's like their lone uh, Imperial fists just standing there blazing away with by themselves. No cover, and they're getting smoked by generic <sighs> Chaos Furies.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> <sighs> But
1: at this point,
0: but, but I dug it. I was still, you know, I was still okay with that. Just, but then I was buying into the red herring. I suppose yeah.
1: the, the chaplain I really enjoyed. I think yeah. the character model looked great on that. Mm-hmm. Um, on this one, we uh, they then decided to make that. Uh, I'm guessing 20 minute track back to the Thunderhawk. So
2: yeah, I uh, noted down. At, at, at,
1: <laughs>
2: during my second viewing, I, I was making some time stamps. Uh, I managed to make it up with because I had some conflict issue uh, with scheduling, but I managed to make it to the 40 minute mark. And at that point, a good uh, third of the movie is this them walking. <laughs> um, so out of forty minutes, you're looking close to you know sixteen minutes, eighteen minutes or so of them just trekking to get to our point
1: where they contact um, the Imperial Fists or survivors. Moving back to the walking, they walk back with Imperial Fists. They walk back over the bridge they leave the holy relic of a land landspeeder um, unable to be produced anymore in any kind of fantastic <laughs> ways. Just leave that behind. It's fine. We don't need that anymore, even though it works perfectly fine. Um, and then It's they... missing
0: its headlight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, yeah, you wouldn't want to get pulled over for a headlight violation. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we wouldn't want to have that multi-melter when the demon prince shows up. The <laughs> so they, they get to kind of the, the landing zone, pretty much um and then they are besieged by chaos on all sides because our our, our, our you know our, our banner starts burning again mm-hmm. um and then yeah this this fight scene yes it's quite amazing um
2: they know they're being surrounded they're gonna be coming the enemy's gonna be coming out of the mist um the apothecary makes mention that maybe we should take the higher ground at which uh point uh Proteus. Tactical Master Proteus says, "No, no, uh, this has been staged. They're expecting us to do that. So circle the wagons, boys."
1: And then they do a nice, a nice group shot where everyone checks and a nice, in nice, and like, everyone nice spin shot Yeah, no, and I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a sucker for kind of like action <laughs> cliches like that. There, take a knee. T- yeah, take a an knee. Uh, and then chaos attacks. And then obviously bolters are AP two in this in this <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. uh, in splatter. this movie because everything splatters away. And then we come to the single most rage inducing part okay, of this and I, entire and I think, movie. I think I know where you're going with oh. this and this is one of the other hot button pissy moments
2: of uh, internet rage for people um, commenting about uh, things not matching up with what certain weapons actually do.
1: Yes. Oh. Well, go ahead and take a stab at what you think I'm oh, talking about. Ooh, for... There's two of them. No. Okay. No, no. There's only one. About, okay. there is
2: only one. There's only one. So we talked about obviously people having nerd rage over the fact of who this captain is and they can't figure that out kind of a pointless issue but they take great issue with how the crozius arcanum is wielded you know that thing that gives you a
0: four plus invulnerable save and then that was the uh, heretics burn or whatever yeah
1: which you know john hurt saying it sounds amazing and i will buy it for three seconds while he says it
0: (gasps) this is where i think that the 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 uh, video game writers and the company stepped forward and they were like let me write this part because i think he yeah he does his thing And he ends up like blasting a shit ton of these guys. Like, it looked like they had just won. And then I think they go back to fighting just so, fine. And then I think, what is it, the, the uh, apothecary is like, all right, is that thing uh, ready to go again? Uh, like uh, he's waiting Proteus for his meter. Again, to,
1: is it? Yeah, Proteus is like, hey, can you use that gun again? Well, no, it has to recharge. <laughs> and I'm just, at, at this point, you know, everything you, is... You're uh, waiting for your power meter to build oh, back yeah. up so you
0: can do your super. <laughs> oh, that was the
1: other part you to do more combos. <laughs> that, that was the other part of the drinking game is we had to drink whenever something incredibly was uh, against anything we've ever known. Known about the IP oh, before. Wow, oh, chug um, so yeah, so that was a chug moment. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh,
2: the, uh, okay, we're trained in all sorts of weapons. Uh, I've been hit. I dropped my flamer. It's leaking. Let me go ahead and fumble with that thing for a while until it blows up. So, so
1: I, I feel, that was the, I let that it was go. The <laughs> I feel yeah. flamer do. Okay, so the flamer guy, his flamer gets shot. It starts hissing on the ground. So instead of realizing that they're all in meter thick pieces of ceramite armor, Um, he decides to jump on that live grenade and be blown up by it. Indeed. Which I feel that if he just stayed where he was... He would have been fine. He would have been fine. (laughs) Because I do
2: believe everyone has the option to have a bolt pistol. Yes. Along with it. (laughs) Um,
0: I I just love that somehow it was his... Like fumbling with a flamer, which you know, hopefully designed to be rugged enough to take into battle, but for him fumbling with it like is what sets it off and it That's ends up like what damn frustrated the
2: hell this. out of me, right? Like, um.
0: Okay, the, the master of this weapon doesn't know what to do with it, but the other guys are like, no, in the background, <laughs> and, so, like, and
2: meanwhile, gunning people down with with bolter fire. <laughs> <laughs> not taking too many uh, I mean I, I don't know I mean they are veterans maybe of the long war and they're a little rusty mm. but I mean those but Black Legion not could, could, not, could not, not, not hit
0: anything <laughs> yeah, oh right the fiance yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: they, they, they were oh. terrible I, I remember okay so we well, were they
0: killed two guys m- jo-
1: they? well my buddy Josh and I we were live tweeting while we were drinking along to this movie and uh, one of uh, our guys Sterling who's been on the show before uh, mentioned that we should drink whenever uh, anytime chaos goes down like a bitch I believe was his exact oh. terming so, yeah, it was about this halfway point in the movie we, we jumped into Overdrive. Uh, the,
0: Were you cognizant at the end?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we moved on to it. We started playing an Independence Day drinking game, and then that's when it went fluffy. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, Independence Day, the movie? The movie. Okay. Thanks, which okay. stands <laughs> up amazingly, but that's another conversation. Uh, at this point, Captain Severus magically jumps out of the dusty background and saves the squad from being murdered by Chaos. Oh, yeah. Uh, and saves the day. Um, I was trying to give them way too much credit. I was looking to see if his purity seal wasn't there anymore. It still was. It's still there. Um, <laughs> they, <clears throat> they jump on that Thunderhawk. The, Spoiler, it's not the captain. <laughs> they <laughs> jump on the Thunderhawk, which I'm only guessing has been like idling there for three to no, five it, hours. The, the Yeah, uh, another one of my...
2: Big issues is they end this scene with the the Thunderhawk swooping in, doing the generic strafing run, explosion in foreground at Mm. nothing. Mm. I don't know if you guys caught that either, but it's literally like the Thunderhawk (laughs) doing these these figure eight sky swoops almost, and then like firing the battle, firing you know dropping um, munitions on random. You can't even see the ground, um, and then just having like the generic fire burst come up underneath it. And I'm going. What what's he shooting at? The driver's like, it. Fuck yeah, this is, this is this is this is kinda like your not that great war movie doing an ending uh, air aerial strafing montage of like
1: stock footage or something. It's not good. Yeah,
0: backups here. Yeah,
1: basically. And with that they are off world. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we will come back for the finale of the Ultramarines movie where it all comes together.
4: start not a taste.
1: spoilers, it doesn't <laughs>
0: To the objective, my brother, with haste, we must recover the chapter master before the vile tyrannids devour him, and all hope for our chapter's future.
3: I fear it is too late, brother, for look on the horizon. An incoming monster heads
1: for our honorable leader.
0: We can still make it. No, brother, there is no
1: hope. He's Tervik gone now. God damn it, Dave. And um, we're back. It was a long break. Uh, our, our machine is... <laughs> Slowly filling, uh,
0: but you only filled about half a minute. Design. Yeah, yeah. So good
1: job. That that was a good thing. Uh, so uh, recap. Let's start at the beginning. No, let's let's not. Uh, the Thunderhawk. Dicks and jokes. Dicks
0: and jokes. The,
1: yeah, yeah. The the dick shaped Thunderhawk. No, the Thunderhawk is uh, flying back to the main ship. Um, it's this time Proteus lets uh, Severus know, or no, when they're on the ship, Proteus goes, "Hey, uh, I don't trust these Imperial fists because one's jittery, and the other one has a freaky skull helmet." Yeah, very scary.
0: Super sweet, freaky. Super helmet. sweet. It was like Prince if he had a uh, super sweet helmet. But so
2: that... the, the good captain says we shall go confront them.
1: Yes, yes. The good
0: captain. <laughs> the which good they, sir. They
2: promptly go down and confront them. Uh, they have a little bit of a dick measuring contest. Yep, yep. Um, at which point the Imperial Fist lose.
1: Yeah, uh, Carnet gets shot in the head, which, <laughs> apart from the blood pouring out, looked really good. Um, and uh, Nidon uh, whines like a little bitch and gets thrown across the room.
2: This is, of course, after um after they uh, are forced to hand over the the codex, mm-hmm. and they discover that the pages are blank. And,
0: <gasps> which is weird. Okay, so now I'm I'm to the point. Like earlier, I was willing to give the Imperial Fist um like a little bit of a more of a uh, a benefit of the doubt. You know, like all right, you know he's He has this tome, maybe. He's being somewhat possessed. Maybe there's, you know, maybe, I don't know, why is he not a normal Astartes? Like, why is he acting like such a punk? And then now all of a sudden, I'm like, why has he been toiling over the fact that this thing is empty for this long? Like, it's not something he read. No, he did read it. Well, it was blank. But no,
1: when they were in on the planet, he was leafing through the pages of the book. Which was blank. Which was blank.
0: So the entire time, he's been acting like a whiny bitch because he found a book that had no writing in it.
1: It's confusing.
0: At at that point, I'm like, all right, there's no good excuse for why acting like a whiny bitch. And then (laughs) uh,
1: Chekhov's banner comes into play. Uh, walking in and be like, hey, if the demon's dead, because they thought Karnak was a demon, um, why is the batter still on fire? shows up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank God for the, the MacGuffin. Uh shows up. <laughs> the, the MacGuffin that flew back on the Thunderhawk with
2: the demon. <laughs>
1: um, <and> then... <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't think about that.
2: Yeah, I didn't... <laughs> that. That thing has been with him the whole time. Yeah.
0: Ignore it. It's just bale fire. And it didn't light off when the prince first shows up. It only, light. yeah, it's been, what, lit in three times? Yeah. Correct. Uh, um, so they're like, well, oh, the
1: demon just... must still be here. And then, obviously, that's when Severus decides to reveal himself as not Severus who survived a 80-foot fall, but as a demon prince. Um, we're... Oh, just the chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Ugh. Okay, this... So before the demon prince eh, It was okay A little bit short But this time Oh my god It looked like they'd like Severed a, a pig's legs And put this thing on there This little stubby It was things. terrible His girth was ginormous His head was like A little man stuck Are you talking on about of- his penis or? It was like it, it was like a bad Photoshop I, deal. Well, I
2: don't, I don't know. I, they clearly don't ever show a penis. Well, but there Ted, is a Ted's point talking about there, his there, giant head and his massive girth. There, there, just... there, there is a point though where they show like that very popular thing right now with GW to show like that. There's an opening
1: across his chest with a mouth, kind of vagina looking. Oh with yeah, teeth. You, you know, I did like that. The, the shoulder pads had like opening and closing mouths, very and his George arms uh, Very good. Um, I wonder what someone has to do to be punished to being a demon prince's shoulder pad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and it's kind of
0: like going back to the last episode where we had uh, Steve the left testicle, Steve the left testicle, the, the, the emperor's
1: the left testicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very disappointing fight scene occurs. Uh, much, very much so. Um, um, and now there, there's uh, a lot of boulder blazing at
2: nothing. Um, we have some uh, stabby stabby with a uh, banner. Yep,
1: yep. So, mm-hmm. so it runs out. Of, you tries to use the holy banner as a spear, um, and then the, the the like the the demon prince up to this point. He's kind of gone through the shape and killed everyone else, mm-hmm. um, including the the apothecary. Who
2: well, c- the apothecary makes a last. I mean, he was ambushed in the hallway, well, and so, then he right. kind of comes to the rescue and we get a good backstabbing, and then he's done.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, I think he's going to be like, oh, I'll take glory. I can't kill him myself. Ha, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> young thing. Yes, go get him, Tiger. Um, and then it's yeah. in that moment, Proteus is beaten on the ground. And um, so we
0: had the Imperial Fist and Proteus. I-, I do like that the Imperial Fist was, like, one of the last remaining Marines. I yeah, because he's not cool. a punk bitch. <laughs> uh, he
2: actually has been a battle brother for a while. Yeah. yeah um, so. Five minutes till main engines fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that was the
1: thing. Okay. Oh, I'll get to that in a second here, but, like. <laughs> we'll the okay so proteus is on the ground he's all like uh like whining like a little bitch the the apothecary's severed head helmet falls in front of him and in the glint of the lens he sees the thunder hammer or the wall hammer um and he's like oh yes i'll go grab that
0: he has amazing attention to detail
1: yeah and he goes and he grabs it and he, he obviously doesn't know where the release button is because he just pulls it all free and then he... At the last second. Yeah, last second. Uh, you know, pulls Struggling it, with it for a while. An initiative one hit and just <laughs> KOs the Demon Prince and he kills him. Um, I'm going to back up a little bit here. I want to get the, the ridiculous plot part out of the way uh, for, for the fight. Oh. The Demon Prince's entire plan for this whole movie was to let two Imperial Fists live to attract a single squad of Ultramarines to come that he would moderately murder so he could take over the body of one of the Marines to fly back to the ship to steal the Codex to fly uh, on an Imperial ship back to McCraig, where he would, I guess, solo the planet? Uh, open, open a warp a, rift. Yeah. Oh, open a warp yeah. rift. Okay. Yes. Which... It's you, still, this is... We're uh, hitting huge plot holes here. It's still the Ultramar system.
2: Uh, it is the Ultramar system, but the... Other issue is that the ship is going back to Egol. Oh, it is. That is the entire point: is that they were going to go and lend assistance to the beacon that's going off, and then they were going to return to the Tyranid invasion. So
1: the Demon Prince comes out. He's like, I mean, Unless, he, uh, unless well, the Demon no, Prince just, somehow has access in the to movie, the navigator it, and the piloting. Uh, it, in the
0: movie, I don't believe so. I think, like In the movie,
1: they say McCrag. We're like, yeah, I'll say- go back mm-hmm. to your precious McCrag. And then they dropped a chapter house reference. Very ballsy. Oh, it's yeah, it's very, very ballsy. Let's see here. <laughs> and then, yeah,
0: so it's... Andy, I hate to break it to you, there may be an inconsistency. Yeah, there's no, Andy know. is, is desperately sorry. going through the book, but there is inconsistencies
2: here. <laughs> I'm just trying to see
1: if I miss something when reading this very short comic. There's, it's, yeah, there's... Just, there's uh, there is so much promise for a Games Workshop movie. There's so much promise for a movie based on their intellectual property. Um, this movie was made for £7 million which, you know, Brexit time is probably a lot of EU, <laughs> EU money went to help oh, that. To that um, so about $11 million. <coughs> All right, just, just to break in. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Should I, I count what page this is on? No.
2: I quote the, the, the good captain uh, outlining his plan to the apothecary. And I quote <laughs> Third company arrives in two days and re- to reinforce us and assist in the prosecution of Eggle. I am preparing to leave the bulk of the second company here under their uh, their command to continue the mission. I.e., he's leaving his own company there to be commanded by the uh, the third company. We take a small force to Mithron to resolve the crisis there and then
1: return support to support the concluding phase of the Agle Purge. To be fair, Captain was taken over by a demon prince. Or you know, So Are, are you said?
2: implying that there was some kind of behind-the-scenes changing of where we're going to go? Yeah, yeah. Um, Off some off-screen very plotting. Grace, yeah, very, very graceful. You know, uh, that's that's very, what very, I try. Right. Very, very forgiving. Um, so yeah, I just, <sighs> Lord knows they couldn't have spent two minutes giving
1: some kind of exposition. To, 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 to sum, sum it up, like I said, I think this movie. So
0: w- we we also have the ceremony at the end. Oh oh, the new oh, squad? It becomes cyclical. Oh,
1: that's right. It becomes cyclical. Or, it's TV trope ultima. city um yeah so, we're, we're the banner
0: bearer and pyron where the
1: same speech happens at the end yeah. that happened at the start and keeps it all cyclical indeed i I don't really want to say any more than that mm. it wasn't really intro i it's, uh, my and then my- we end on an amazing something
2: something something latin no no fear a start yeah
1: Something always I'm got me
0: about that head. movie, and when I first watched it, it was like, how it was that a battle barge was running around with 11 guys. And that was, oh, there were servitors whole... and serfs and stuff like that. <laughs> right. <it just laughs> my main like thing
1: is out. they have a stained glass window directly to space.
0: It's pretty dope.
1: <inaudible> yeah, it's, that's void-hearted in glass right there.
0: Oh, it, it was right next to the engines. <laughs> <laughs> it was always lit. <laughs> um.
1: So, yeah, I. it's just, it was boring. That, that, that was my thing. Yeah. I mean, and the problem with it being boring was that I had time to sit and pick plot holes at it. <laughs> like, if I go and watch a, a Batman versus Superman, that's not a good example. I picked the shit out of that as well. If I go watch a, like a, a modern action movie or some kind of action movie, it's throwing too much crap at me for me to be able to notice all of the inconsistencies until much, right. much later. You, you have to go back later and have right. a second viewing or say, oh, wait a minute, that didn't make sense. My wife, the reason the quotes dropped off is she fell asleep. <laughs> During the scene when they're defending and encircling before the Thunderhawk comes to pick them up, which must be the most action-packed part of the entire movie, uh, her exact words were "Baby, this is boring." And then <laughs> I looked over and there was snores. Yeah, um, yeah. Ted, I mean, final wrap-up about the movie.
0: Uh, you know, I, it, it could have been better. I, you know, the, the animation, etc. Like the, the the story was it was okay. I mean, it about as strong as. I think a lot of the other Bolterporn porn novels that one might read, you know, didn't have the intrigue of like the Beast Rises series or or anything. But I think that you know is is. It was, a, it was a movie adaptation of a book, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, even though it perhaps wasn't. And, and
2: that's part of my problem with it, is that it wasn't an adaptation of anything. Yeah. It was written
0: But, but I'm for, saying, like, hey, this hey, is hey, what hey, I could expect, hey, honestly, It was an, an within...
1: abnetation. Yes.
0: <laughs> abnetation, okay. Um, I, mean, it, I I think it could have been fleshed out better. I mean, obviously, like, it, it <laughs> seemed like there was... <laughs> a, what, you mean like
2: they is. didn't have a, a good...
0: Almost half of their movie walking where they
2: could have had dialogue... I am just saying. I'm just saying. I, I, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> my oh, <inference>.
0: <laughs> but honestly, like I, I think that you know, it's I watched it once and I probably would never have watched it again had Andy not fucking told us we should have done a review of this. Jerk. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. <laughs> you know. But and, and I think I, my life would have been happy just as such. But I think that like now that I go back and watch it again, I do the things that my my Pollyanna side is wanting to point out like the the positivisms, which is like being able to see space brains do shit. Like, you know, all the time I'm in, I'm having to watch it in my head or watch my, my fingers push a little piece of plastic along the board, and that's like how I envision it. And so, like, this is kind of cool. Like, I had a clip from, uh, God, it must have been like a decade or so ago of a dreadnought shooting an assault cannon. That's all it was. It would, like, clump, clump, shoot an assault cannon. And I would, like, replay that every once in a while. Like, the, oh, my uh, God, this is so cool. Like, to see the opening, my plastic in action. The, the
2: opening scene to, um, the original, uh, oh shoot, I just Dawn, of War. It. Dawn of War, yeah, mm-hmm. amazing. Was it with the orcs coming not owning yeah. an orc, well, and yeah, then I mean, getting I mean, hit by a tank I mean. buster? I mean, it's uh, yeah. that it, that was that was a great sequence yeah. of okay, here's our counter to this, and now we got screwed by something else back and forth, yeah.
0: That was a great big fish, fishy, little swift fish, yeah. yeah, So, but I think that that was really cool, and yeah, you could see it other places, but I want to see more of it, like, I'm excited to see that, like, just the fact that. Every time I saw the land speeder and like it, it bumpling through the uh, Thunderhawk trying to get out, or you know getting rained down uh, by bullets, you know I, I enjoyed that. So uh, yeah, I mean
1: there's definitely high points there. Uh, there's just so much to
0: sift through. Yeah, to get there. I, I don't feel that that was 77 minutes worth of wasted life. I just no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so no, I mean, I'm, so I'd I'm, rather it have been there and having had seen it than like had never seen it. You know.
2: I think it made me appreciate more other aspects of what they do well. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm afraid of is, though, is that clearly it's been how many years now? And has this, Six.
1: Has this killed the idea of them actually ever doing something with better background? I think this killed any idea of a live... I mean, that's the thing. It was like, yeah, it's cool things, but the movie, I believe, has killed any kind of live-action 40K um, yeah. from Games well, Workshop. Games
2: Workshop has kind of... And they've set up a... Series of like partnering with a company. There are several video game companies that they've they've partnered with that they've kind of left holding in the bag. That's why we never saw more um, uh, the most recent forty k uh, massively multiplayer game where it was initially going to be a mo mo or pre g, and they were going to have to scale that back, and then
1: it died. Well, we um, still have Eternal, right, Crusade. Eternal Crusade is is still it, a thing, it, but it's been in production for how long? Right, it's it's right now it's in pre alpha, so yeah. you can play but it, it but yeah,
2: right. But it's been it's been at that stage. For sure, there's sure. a couple times they're now.
0: still working on it. Like but, you ever, I get updates. Like I sign up for their newsletter, and so they're always yeah. talking about like different renderings um, and so on that they're doing. Warhammer but I think Online like the, was passed through several.
2: Well, yeah, but dedicated. I think that
0: the way they're doing it is a little bit different. They're not having a major uh, company pick it up. You know, like they had THQ like cranking that shit out for a while, oh, and they absolutely. don't have that. It's like it's a mom and pops, like a bunch of people getting together and like making a game I, out of love. It's I want to
1: see this as an anime.
2: <laughs> like you know, forty forty k classic, classic drawing uh, animation, yeah. yeah.
1: Because uh, then, then the proportions work well. Yeah. And and the then thing the is, world works then they, the budget works.
2: They need to make it not. It needs to be a series. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah, for I sure. Mean, like a Robotech, something of that nature, where they have an entire you know season to be able to go yeah. through to push series a, a story forward, like the Horace Heresy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they could take those books, pare them down slightly, and. I mean, they have a lot of, I mean, a lot of, I mean, amazing characterization, a lot of development. I mean, they make these um, eight foot tall superhumans. I mean, their personalities, the difference between the legions um, and how they interact and how they view war and each other. Um, and there's a huge amount of character there mm-hmm. um, where it, this is lacking.
1: In yeah. That. I will say we had our opinions uh, to rip off another podcast. Uh, there. <laughs> There are some people who gave this a five-star review Ooh. on our Amazon website from where I purchased the movie.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, we have someone who says, This short movie is well worth the money. I would personally recommend it to anyone who enjoys or has knowledge of the Warhammer 40k universe. Uh, honestly, I'd agree with that at that point. It's an experience. Um, I play with orcs, yet this was still very entertaining, as all other reviewers have said the voice acting really is top-notch. I can't agree. I guarantee the sequel with the Tyranids as the bad guys will work out better.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, waiting on that oh. one
1: yeah I'm sad about That's that true. one there yeah <laughs> 2017 um, and then I had one more I wanted to read man now I'm the one kind of looking through stuff
0: well, I, I like that other one you had mentioned earlier about uh, was it best movie ever enough said or whatever
1: yeah best movie ever enough said <laughs> um, for the <laughs> for anyone expecting Pixar animation stay away for anyone who is a Warhammer 40k fan slash maniac this movie is for you. Scouts promoted to full Battle Brothers and on their first mission. Complete with all the chest pounding remarks and interpersonal jabs. Anyone who thinks Space
0: Marines are little robots or cookie cutters will get an education in their personality. I did appreciate that. I did. I, uh, all the jabs and stuff. I mean, Space Marines are just assholes to each other. Oh, in yeah. All the literature. So that was really cool to. And then, uh, uh, well, last
1: one here. Last one here. Uh, this movie was a treasure from the first opening scenes to the dramatic conclusion. I have watched it twice now, once alone to really get into the story and once with a friend. I have enjoyed it thoroughly both times and will watch it many more in the future. I think the creators did an absolutely superb... What's It's capital, so I have okay. to yell it. Job. That makes Rude. sense. This is W40K. This movie is everything I wanted when I made the purchase. I might add that I was nervous about making the purchase because of the negative reviews that I read on here. How glad I am now that I bought the Blu-ray regardless of the reviews. It was a fantastic purchase and I would buy it all over again. I hope they make more as good or better than this one. Um, I want to share that. I hope they make more better than this one. Um, (laughs) Listen, I, I'm happy about it. I mean, like you said, it's not 77 minutes. I, I, I'm never really going to be like I regret doing this. Apart from when I drank to it, which I regret doing. Or in well. your
0: case, uh, what is that? 154 minutes. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> several times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it, it just it had its issues. Um, it was.
0: I'm leaving it at that there. And I think I'm good with that there.
1: Ted, you know anything you want to add in there?
0: No, I think it's great. I mean, going back to, uh, the, you know, the, the fear that they might not want to do this because this is such a flop. You know, we've, we've seen, uh, uh, GW have flops before and they just, they seem to just kind of turn their head from it. And Drag then, flight. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll have something else again. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. So yeah, Andy,
2: it, you never know. Um, I was glad I bought it when I did. Um, I've always kind of enjoyed having it. I've watched it a few times. Um, there are parts of it that I enjoy and just, it just drags on through other parts where you kind of have to just muscle through or you're having it on the background for something. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, I do hope that they do take a fresh look at it and maybe do it in a different form, maybe with a little bit better, um, and they just, I just felt like there was a disconnect at, at the point that it was produced from when it was written, where GW just, I don't know, at this, I got the impression that they weren't guiding it enough at the actual production and direction level. And uh, who knows, maybe they'll reinvent it another way, like they yeah. do with White Dwarf. Real
0: quick, I'd like to point out that my eight-year-old son loved it. So. Really, it's rated R. I mean, it's you're a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> not going to jail for that. Um, so it's all, right. <laughs> all right, guys.
1: Uh, we will be right back. We're going to do a quick sell box and then uh, we will sign out and then we'll call it good. Mm. But don't hit the pause button. We'll just call it good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yo, dog, what's up? It's the M to the A to the G O S here to surprise your boy, Jerry Annis. <laughs> he has no idea. we about to pimp his night.
0: Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm 22 years old, and my night is a little worse for wear. It got handed down through several generations of my family. Uh, you see, we've been protecting the citizens of this world for God's centuries now. It's going to get a lot harder to keep the village folks safe now, though we did not outdated a gun. I mean, I don't even have a Capri's gun. It's, it's tough. Worst of all... My father was very angry at my mother during the bonding ceremony, so she left him for for a funeral that those those emotions remain. (laughs) At my own bonding, I felt pretty confused by the feelings I was having, and to be honest with you, I can't look at my mother the same way again. We used to be close, but now that I has ruined...
3: Yo, it's your boy, the Megas.
0: Empire Might, is this
3: real? Holy shit! Yo, 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 it's real, Jerry. Now give me your keys, we gonna pimp your knight. Let's go to West Sector Customs.
0: It's actually narrowly bonded to me.
3: Let's bring West Sector Customs here. Alright, yo. So, check it. Our boy Jerry here needs a fly knight so he can keep on representing his family and protecting the small folk from Xenos' invasion, alright? So, weapons.
0: What you got, Priest. So what got here is a stock 33 Millennium Knight Paladin with a broken heavy stubble and a battle can that battle cannot. What I'm going to do is drop the Reaper Chainsaw to load to the ground so the wind the small folks go cruising by and know who's the boss. Nice. Today we're going to take the heavy stubble out and we're going to put in a holographic projector that constantly projects the image of his mom's in front of the night at all times and get your boys' rage up. All the better to smite the enemies of the Emperor with. Exactly. And as for the battle cannon, we got to modify it. So instead of firing bullets, it's going to fire beats. 36,000 decibels of six beats dropping out that speaker.
3: Word. All right. What are we doing with that machine spirit IT guy?
0: Uh, Jerry's knight is slow to respond and hasn't had an update in years, so we're going to uh, do what we do best. Preach it! Uh, turn it off and then on again. I uh, should speed up the reaction time. All right, boy. Paint, what are we doing? Jerry's knight represents the color of the house and family, and it's important that we respect the traditions and heritage. I asked Paint, what are we doing? Like green.
3: Sounds tight, all right? Let's get to work. Yo, Jerry, we've been working hard on your nut, and he is ready. Are you? So ready. We have an incoming orc
0: invasion. I must protect
3: my world. All right, here is the curtain, and here is your night! What have you done?
1: Why is the reaper so low? Why
3: are my hairs bleeding? Why is it green? Well, we out, yo. You officially being pent. Ah. Why is my mother thirty feet tall in front of me?
1: Alright, we're back Uh, Hey, 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 look at that there Um, It's been a while Whoa, you got a salt box I have a salt box You do Yeah, I'm going to lighten up the tunnel a little bit here Um, It's not even 40k related Oh shit Hooray But it is Games Workshop related Um, Age of Sigmar
0: What? Age Mm. of
1: Sigmar uh, has been a very salty source for me right now. Currently or always? Right now. People who are bitching about Warhammer dying and Age of Sigmar alienating the veteran players. Good! It was meant to alienate the veteran fucking players. You have the people who weren't buying anything. They had their 30-year-old army they weren't adding to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, yes, he, I, I
2: have. I have uh, an Empire army that is like literally. If you scrape the paint off, you can get
1: lead poisoning on right. some of them because uh, they are lead miniatures. Name it. two. Hey,
0: Andy's new... the problem. Hey, oh, Andy, yes.
1: Andy, Andy, name two new units from the last Empire army book. uh You have the. Um, I actually have. All right, there we go. Edition. <laughs> I have the, de- the demogryphs <laughs>
2: And uh, then they uh, stuck out the two uh, giant optional war wagon looking things. Um, oh, man. That's
1: specific. I bet yeah. you ran those all the time. Oh, yeah. The Never re- bought them. The reason... <laughs> yeah. I'd say the reason Fantasy died was no one bought any of the new models. Um, and that's pretty much it. So they had two choices. They could either make new army books for Warhammer Fantasy, which would be like, oh, all of your old units don't work, and you have to buy all these new units, which would... Alienate all the old players and not bring any new players in because the cost of entry would still be super high Or they could just blow up the fucking world and start again. So as a business, they blew up the world and started again uh, It led to lots of nerd tiers, a lot of people burning their armies, which if you want to do that, great Obviously, There is such a thing as eBay, you, yeah, can, recoup yeah, you can recoup your loss um, So on that, yeah, that's that, that's my thing. I've seen lots of people saying that you know Sigmar killed it and they did this and they did that it was already dead sigmar Thank just kind of took its seat
0: well, what what we had uh our local tournaments like there was the the uh the k team i stopped tournament. the music by the and way then I then the, it. and then we had the and then we had the other not one. quite as funky in here no, anymore no. we had we had the fantasy tournament that uh, andrew long put on and you know I think the last few times that he did that there was only like a handful of people that would show up a handful of people Uh, two tournaments ago at the AK Dub when they first uh, they were originally going to do fantasy they couldn't get three people to sign up for it because that was like the bare minimum you needed to have a fucking tournament yeah (laughs) um so yeah yeah so this has
1: been episode 27 of mob rules i want to remind everyone about battles on are coming up is our next big convention up in Mm -hmm. alaska uh september 17th 18th at the denina center in anchorage um if you are unable to make it there will be live streaming of the 40k on the top tables uh wonderful commentary provided by myself and sterling Mm -hmm. so at least one of us will know stuff and it won't be me (laughs) Uh, and then after that, we have AK Battle Brothers 2016. Ooh. This is our Mob Rules World Tour we're yeah. doing. Uh, <laughs> From Ted, uh,
0: downtown to South Anchorage. Yeah, Ted and I will be
1: downtown at Denina Center uh, saying hi, selling patches. And then we'll also be at Battle Brothers doing the same. Yeah. And then come see us in February when Ted and I will be attending the Las Vegas Open. Come see me. uh, The only venue that I could probably say, come on down and see Hot Today.
2: Oh,
4: (laughs) God, yeah. So
1: many Hot (laughs) Todays. Uh, i will be uh, playing in the 40k friendly tournament and uh, by friendly i hope i mean as uh, not sober um and then i will be just wandering the halls saying hi and and you know trying to you know sell you stuff uh and yeah that, that's about all we have coming up ted you have anything else you yeah, want to throw in I'm here
0: just, well, as i've been saying for a while like the akw i'm really excited about it we're gonna have some classes we have two golden demon winners that are uh, gonna be teaching yep I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, so. AK Battle Brothers is going
1: to have some great art classes read by Golden Demon winners and Ted, mm-hmm. um, who have, you've seen his Atropos, you've seen his other stuff in there, does some great stuff. Uh, get on down there, buy your tickets, find out how he does it so you can stop paying him to do it for
0: you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Andy, wow. thank you
1: thank you so much for coming by. Thanks uh, for having me. Validating my thoughts on a movie and also doing some really good timestamp work oh, yeah. and kind <laughs> of... Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of
2: validation. There. It was, yeah, it had, I had to sit down there and kind of stamp some of this stuff out when you're going,
0: why are they doing this? If we ever need yeah. a stenographer. We're, we're <laughs> on it. Okay,
1: well, for episode 26 of Mob Rules, uh, 27, ah, episode 27 of Mob Rules, I've been John.
0: I'm Ted.
2: And I'm Andy. <laughs> All, right, All right, peace All right. out. Mm-hmm.
0: This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at Facebook.com forward slash Mob Rules You can also email us at the Mob at Top Arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks. Okay. And should we do our intro? Yes. All right. We'll
1: just bullshit it again. We'll see. Let's do it over the phone. Oh,
0: fuck. Do do it over the phone? I do it over the phone. Okay, all right. So that's twelve o'clock. Yeah, I know. I'm
1: rushing.